Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. To the West Island Halloween Takeover of the Draft Podcast. We got a special one, week one of the West Takeover. And uh, our cousins that we haven't met that have been on the opposite side of the country, they have an uncle that we think might be family, and then they're kind of not, but they kind of are. Those cousins are joining us here tonight. We've got BJ <laughs> Colangelo from This Ends at Prom. Hey, y'all. Up, yeah, so, it's, it's, it's been one of those things where I feel like uh, we've just been long-lost family that are connected by, um, you know, the Allen Club and uh, old Ben. Just just two ships in the night passing yeah. each other gifts on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Who's that sailing dude? What's that sailing song? That's what I feel like. That's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> the song you well, can't sail away is what's no, in your head. Christopher Cross, dude. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what's in my head right now. Okay, you know it's you picked wild, like man. the one like there are so many sailing songs. By there's, the way, there's a ton of sailing <laughs> songs. Really, doesn't I, Enya have a sailing song? Oh, I love that band. Yeah, I think so. I think she does. Oh, man. That just gave me the great idea that I keep forgetting about it with you guys. I want to do a sleep playlist uh, draft. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know if you guys have a good, nice sleep playlist that's like the comforting thing that you'll play and you're like, I need to just drift away for a little bit. And then you put on that sleep playlist. Am I the only one? I have a third. Old of you to assume I sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I have a 13 minute just recording of my fan. That's what I play. <laughs> and I fall right to sleep. It's beautiful. Uh, I have, I have the first five minutes of whatever sitcom I'm watching right now that I've seen a thousand times. <laughs> that's that's my that's my playlist, nighttime playlist. Yeah. But right now it's like if I get through the uh, the the credits or <clears throat> there's barely even credits on Scrubs, but if I can get through the first like whatever, I'm like I'm good. <laughs> uh. So yeah, uh, this ends at prom and uh, all the other things that you have I, you know, uh, at BJ Colangelo <laughs> on Twitter. We'll I, plug him in later. I uh, listen. Listen, I will, I, I'm going to defend Andy right here. Wes <laughs> is a big dum-dum. He told everybody last week that we were going to have her wife on. And then we find out, no, we're actually going to have BJ on. <laughs> That's what happened, guys and gals. Uh, Nothing else. No, nope, uh, that's else. exactly what happened. It was all Wes's fault, and we can all blame Wes <laughs> right here on the spot. Yeah, it's all your fault, Wes. Go to any wrestling yeah. show, you can find him, punch him in the face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just look all yeah, around I, you. That's all Wes. I, so I did too. I, I just had to chop one up real quick today. So here we go. Oh, for some rap. of these teens, this ends at prom. Probably wish they could go back to mom. All up in the womb where it's warm and cozy. All up in the pussycat like their name was Josie. I know that ain't how babies work, but give me a fucking break, Drew, you jerk. 
Got to be smart to avoid a killer. Almost Halloween, so you know it's a thriller. Run fast, keep your head on a swivel. Don't want to see your last picture show like your name was Sybil. Don't be a dick to the weird kids, because those be the kids that'll fuck up your shit. Douchebags and dickheads are the easiest targets. Laughing and smiling, then become carcass. Stay in a pack and don't go Han Solo. If you do, you might get slapped like Steve Martin does a banjo. The sweet sounds of screams are probably best from a teen. Enough to fuel a killer more than caffeine. It's a nightmare for you, but for them it's a dream. Running over your body, shouts to Christine. Then your chopped body goes down the sewer. You'll be half-baked like the homie Jim Brewer, laying next to some turtle named Donatello. Welcome to the Terror Dome, DJ Colangelo. Uh, that was fantastic. All the awards. <laughs> all the confetti. Uh, sweet rapper awards show. I love it. Yeah. We, we need to give one, you some kind of... we'll do that. Some kind of Grammy or something. No, no. I'm going to give you Oh, like, we should draft the, the best of... The best, best of Andy's yeah. sweet raps. The best sweet raps, for sure. <laughs> we have to go through 230 sweet raps. Well, hey, we got episode 250 on. coming up. That's true. We do. Yeah, no. <laughs> that sounds like a bonus episode in and of itself. Yeah, yeah just, just oh, a I, master cut. I Absolutely. I'm just going to chop that up next time we have like a scheduling air like we got it <laughs> two yeah, hours of just all sweet raps rap. nonstop, back to back to back to back uh, it's so terrible it's so terrible you know oh, man bj i did uh, want to mention that i li- i uh listened to uh princess diaries your princess diaries episode today oh how'd you I, like it i love it well because it's like it's a movie that i love a lot uh, for whatever reason, I for I'm like really big into romantic comedies. I don't know why, but uh, everything that you were saying, it was like, oh my god, like I feel like all the same ways. Everything because you like, really like the yes, movie, you know. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, I was like, yes, that's right. Oh my god. And Harmony was asking questions. I'm like, that's the correct answer. BJ has it. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but yeah, thank you for saying that. Like, we always have these feelings where. We know we're either going to really make someone feel validated by hearing what we have to say about the movie, or we're about to break their heart and make them question (laughs) years of nostalgia feels towards something of like, oh, wait, am I a bad person that I like this movie? This movie is actually really bad and says a lot of terrible things about culture. What does that say about me? And then we have to like reply to them on Patreon and be like, hey, you're fine. You're allowed to like what you like. Just like interrogate why you like certain things. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I listened to the Mean Girls one, uh, episode 52. Congratulations on a year. Thank Uh, you. Thank you. It's very exciting. Yeah, that one was that one was a ton of fun. We decided to get a little weird with that one. It was for our one year anniversary. Yeah. And uh, that meant I was like, I'm going down the rabbit hole of all of the weird conspiracy theories about this movie that exist because people love the movie. And when there's a lot of people loving a movie with too much time on their hands, that's when you start getting things like Regina George is actually a lesbian or Janice Ian's the true villain. And those are really fun conversations to have. Heck yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I love movie conspiracies. Like, those little like the whole ferris bueller is like like the tyler durden to to cameron uh, yeah yeah (laughs) i love that stuff so like oh man if they edited it differently and added a few things that could be a really fun idea yeah 
Yeah, I think I think that stuff's really fun too. We did something like that with our episode on Pretty in Pink, where we talk about how if Ducky is straight, he's an incel nightmare. But if he's gay, he's really sympathetic, and a lot of his anger is justified. Um, <laughs> and there were so many people that replied to us that were like, "I've identified with him my entire life, and now I feel like the grossest asshole for ever <laughs> identifying with him." I'm like, "Hey, sorry to ruin that for you." <laughs> Yeah, maybe you should just question your sexuality and you'll be okay right right interrogate that aspect yeah Yeah. i was thinking maybe this is how some people felt when uh daniel bryan did his whole like let's save the planet but i'm a heel kind of thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like wait i don't get it you know know, i also love your opening theme song the sonder bombs which i didn't know who they Uh, were until you said at the end of the episode and i was like oh yes i'm glad you said that and then i went and looked (laughs) them up so that's awesome yeah, the Sonderbombs are the Jammy Jam. They're a great band out of Cleveland, and they have—they're just one of those bands where you hear them and you're like, "Why are you not everywhere?" I don't yeah. understand. You're fantastic, um, but we got very lucky that they let us use their theme song because it was just—or yeah. that song for our theme because it's just—it's just too perfect. It's, it's so, yeah. exactly what we were looking for, and they're great, and we love them. They're going on their first UK tour. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. awesome. nice. I feel like a proud right. mom. <laughs> so everybody get so, out there, check out the Sonderbombs, go and follow This Ends at Prom because it's awesome. And boom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. Right. Uh, when you moved from East Coast to West Coast, mm-hmm. did you try to dive into the music from the West Coast or you still kind of remained with your roots East Coast wise? So I'm definitely a Midwest scumbag. Uh, I grew up in Chicago originally and then moved to Cleveland. So I've been in like the throes of just shitty Midwest punk music for pretty much my entire life. Um, I'm also a former scene kid. So like, obviously somebody like Fall Out Boy was huge for me, but then also like weird ass bands like Dr. Manhattan were really big in my life. Um, and since moving out here, I've been trying to find more stuff, but I'm very lucky that my wife just consumes music like a fiend. So she's constantly bringing new bands that I should be checking out. And they're usually bands that are still kind of somewhat indie. Um, we end every episode of this ends at prom with like a cool indie band that she wants to promote, uh, either that has something new to release or somebody that's just ended up on like a, a recommended Spotify playlist that she's like, wow, this band kind of fucks. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, and it's I've been finding fun. a lot of really cool music that way. Yeah. I was, I was wondering if you're, uh, if like a year in, in being a, out the West coast versus East coast, you've like changed mentalities or mindsets, like just in terms of like, wow, I'm becoming more West coast. Um, anything that's changed in all actuality is I'm, I'm more angry about all of the inequities that exist in the Midwest and in like red controlled states. Uh, a good example is my my wife, uh, Harmony, who will be on the show eventually. Um, yeah. You know, she's, she's a trans woman and she went to go to like her trans specific doctor out here. And at the time she wasn't working and they're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, this is free. And she's like, are you? what like it was this easy (laughs) and it was free whereas like back in ohio it was like you have to jump through flaming hoops and do cirque du soleil tricks and also cure cancer before we'll let you see a doctor it's like (laughs) (sighs) like it's so maddening because i live here now where it's like oh it doesn't have to be this way like it doesn't have to be countries 
Yeah. It really is. That like is nuts. Oh, we literally, and, yeah. I have to like um I have to retrain my body and like how to yeah. act in public. Uh, because back in Ohio, I was always on edge on at, defensive. Yeah. every time, either for myself and my wife or just like other people that I could recognize. And out here, I can kind of be invisible. Like nobody really right. cares. Like yeah. I have half a shaved head and green hair and I am like one of the most normal looking people in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> like no one gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, like great. Like Eric about that's awesome. walking beside you or something. <laughs> right, right. Like people yeah. are so trained to like not give a fuck about other people because yeah. they're surrounded by like either celebrities or just, you know, really alternative looking people in general that just yeah. nobody cares. It's like even old people don't care. Like that's the the shocker <laughs> to me that like you walk into a grocery store and some 70 year old lady isn't like, you're going to burn in hell. Like, <laughs> she's just like, right. I like your hair. Can you please get out of the way so I can get these Triscuits? And you're like, yeah, I can do that for you. Cool. <laughs> you know, I got to make my avocado toast. When I get home. <laughs> avocado is so cheap here. I get it now. <laughs> oh, damn. It is. It costs like nothing here because it's oh, so close goodness. to where it's farmed. So, I, oh. yeah, I understand why the avocado toast became a thing. Like, it's cheap as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I will say, someone who's been in both places, if you think Ohio is bad, just stay away from Florida because it is terrible. My parents <laughs> retired to Florida. Yeah. And during, well, like, when the pandemic started, we, you know, we had lockdown. And yeah. it was like, you know what? I don't know when I'm going to get to see them again. Let's just drive all the way through drove through florida passed by a million billboards that make me really uncomfortable and uh then just like listening to my parents where they're like i don't know why we retired here i don't know what we were thinking i'm like i don't know what you're doing either i've heard that sentiment from so many people in like the last six months like (laughs) like once a b or c falls in place i'm not gonna be here anymore (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah well yeah all right well for the order james oh Oh what yeah, are we, we doing, say what Andy? we're doing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, well, Wes introduced it last week, clearly, you know. So yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so we have BJ from this ends of prom. So I don't know if this was your idea or Wes's idea or mad genius behind the scenes or something, but this is awesome. And we are doing best teens in horror or Halloween movies. Hmm. It kind of ties in perfectly with what you guys do. Totally. So uh, for those that don't know, like we run the teen girl podcast for sure, but my entire career is based in horror films. And like I've written for Fangoria, Horror Hound, you name a horror website that you've read, I've written for them at some point. So getting to kind of combine those two worlds uh, makes me very, very happy. And if you do follow the Sunset Prom on social media, I did post last year's list and this year's list of 31 days of teen girl horror. So mm. there's tons oh, wow. of movie recommendations for the whole month of October uh, that are specifically teen girl horror movies. Awesome. I could have just looked at that for my research. I may or may not notes. have been what I did. <laughs> I literally had a cheat sheet and instead I, I did whatever I did. So truth be told, I, well, some of you may know last year I did the A to Z's to horror. I've started it again on my yep. Instagram, um, X Mr. Sparkle X, uh, if you want to see, follow along with me. But like, that's what I did. I looked at the last two years and I was like, okay, there's, okay, there's a teen in that one. There's a teen in that one. <laughs> like, oh, that, per- oh no, they're too young. Oh, they're too old. Son of a bitch. 
but I got yeah, it. Yeah, this is not a readily just out there list that you can easily find. I found that out very quickly. <laughs> you know, I was like, fun. no, 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 no. I'm going to have to look at every single one of these movies and be like, <laughs> okay, that person was teen enough. So that I might have, well, there's some, some arguments that could happen, but I could have somebody that's maybe 2021. Because I the don't buffer, know they, yeah, yeah, the buffer that we use for this ends at prom is we've done movies as early as um, like It Takes Two with the Olsen twins where they're like 11, 12 years old. Nice, and then nice. we've gone all the way as far as uh, Promising Young Woman where canonically she's supposed to be about 23 mm-hmm. because everyone matures at different speeds so sometimes you might have a movie like like a good example like you something like kick-ass which is an action movie hit girl is far more mature as an 11 year old than most teenagers in any movie so even even more than kick-ass is right exactly (laughs) so we use that buffer for that reason and also because a lot of like your teenage experiences sometimes lead into your 20s because you haven't fully gotten your shit together yet Right, right um so yeah, I won't fight. I won't fight you on buffer years because okay. I got a few of those myself. And then also just <laughs> casting wise, like look at a movie like fucking Greece. I'm 15. You're 35. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you're yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there's one that's probably going to get brought up that I was like, I'm like rewatch because I I remember watching it a long time ago, and then I watched the trailer tonight, and I was like. These these girls are all in their thirties. You cannot convince me any otherwise. Uh, oh man, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see you guys do kick ass, by the way. That would be awesome. That one'll probably be for our Patreon. On our Patreon, uh okay. Harmony makes me watch teen boy movies. Uh, which are usually sometimes there's great ones. Don't get me wrong. I, but I wasn't sure if Kickass would fall into that though, since yeah, you know it, you could argue that the girl's the bigger character, you know, which is true. You absolutely could. Um, it'll probably fall there, but yeah, sometimes we'll watch something like we watched Heavyweights, which is an all-time favorite for both of us oh, for our oh, Patreon. Yeah. I was like, oh, this yeah. is great. And then one week we rewatch Revenge of the Nerds, and I'm like, this is aged like milk in the sun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, this is not aged well. Uh, That's so true, uh, James. What's the order? Okay, so BJ, you got the first pick. Oh shit! This yeah. So oh, a lot of pressure. Congratulations, Andy. Pick two. I get okay. pick three. Drew, you're rounding us out. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. So here we go. And uh, a- Andy and BJ both have steel cards. That's right. You guys. Yeah, yeah. I've held on to mine all year. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, BJ. I'm so gonna... At any point, if you if we give out a pick you like, you can just be like, "No, nah, that one's mine now." Mm-hmm. And then see, and that like this is what makes like going first like so nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah. Because I know which one I want first, and I'm like, "No, I don't want it stolen." <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the cork is the starting sound. So here we go. All right, my first draft pick is Jennifer Check from Jennifer's Body, uh, played by the ultimate Megan Fox. Uh, The reason that she is my first round pick is because this is a movie that upon release in 2009 was completely marketed incorrectly. Um, And it has only been in the last like, three or four years that people have finally been like, huh, wait, I think this movie is actually 
really good. And it's like, yeah, we've been saying this for a decade. Welcome to the party. (laughs) And it really just validates a lot of what I feel as both a woman who has grown up loving horror movies, as well as somebody who has such an affinity for teen girl cinema. Jennifer's body is the ultimate, the everything. And I pay all my respects to Diablo Cody and Karin Kusama for making a completely underrated masterpiece. Yeah, I think I think people were just hating on Megan Fox or the idea of Megan Fox. Totally. We so were heard- just like boom, they were done with it before it even happened. Absolutely. We love yeah. to forget how cruel 2009 was where, you know, we had websites like Perez Hilton yeah. where we had turned oh, just destroying women as a form of currency and it became people's full-time jobs was to just mm-hmm. You know, we're getting that right now with the whole like free Britney movement and Jennifer's body is one of those films that kind of got swept up in that culture and yeah. was taken down because of it. Okay. Yeah. And she's got that iconic shot too, that like uh, just shots that stay in your head where the socks are on mm-hmm. and then like, boom, it's like legs. And it's just like, <laughs> that reminded me of like Britney on the phone in the cover or like, you know, some sort of Madonna thing, just like this, uh, this weird moment in in time or whatever, where for whatever reason that just sticks in your head. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I gotta write that down because we've talked about like magazine covers and stuff in the past, but like I think like iconic shots like that, like yeah, that would be that would be a good one. I have the marketing campaign from Jennifer's body like singed into my brain. <laughs> um, because I just remember the fact that they they marketed it specifically towards like boys. They were trying to get like mm, Megan Fox hot sales. comes yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah. see movie kind of yeah, thing. But this movie exact. is so femme and so queer. Right. It was totally mismarketed. It was like another yeah. Juno, like a Juno horror movie. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. what they were going for, I guess, or like for the marketing wise. Yeah, there's this story that Karin Kusama told where they did the first like test screenings and somebody wrote uh, on their critique sheet, more, like M-O-A-R, bubes with a W <laughs> and a Z. Like they, because they had been promised like, oh, this is the movie where Megan Fox kisses a girl. I bet there's yeah. titties because oh it's also God. a horror movie. And then that's <laughs> not what this movie is. And they were upset about it. So everyone was like, oh, this movie's a failure. It's terrible. It's not. You just went for the wrong audience. Right. Yeah, you were like, yeah. but Katie Holmes got naked in that one movie. <laughs> <laughs> but she's getting slapped around by Greg Kinnear in that movie. So it's not really, yeah. it's yeah. Not yeah. a sexy scene. I remember hearing about it, not because of that, but because yeah. like, oh, man, you well, can totally see Katie Holmes. In like, fairness, in uh, fairness, most horror movie yabos yeah, are like, they're very like followed up with a horrific death. Yes, <laughs> yeah, almost so, exclusively. You don't have like, much time to enjoy getting it. Getting slapped by Greg Kinnear is actually pretty calm, uh, considering what happens. To well, most she gets killed right after, after they that, show their so. boobs. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all right. Well, here we go, Andy. You're up. Yes. All right. So this is the first one I thought of. Uh, she falls into the scream queen, um, and for me as somebody who wasn't super into horror movies and is like slowly watching more and more now. So like, I'm that guy. You're like, you haven't seen that. Um, You know, Wes and Drew and James have given me assignments and I've been watching, but this one, I didn't need that. 
from the moment it came out, it was like a classic. And I'm talking about Scream. I'm going oh. um, Sydney Prescott. Ooh. Sydney Prescott. Yeah. Sydney. And, and what they did is the exact opposite of Jennifer's body and totally nailed the marketing. Mm-hmm. Because they marketed as Drew Barrymore and everybody was like excited. The scene comes out. And then they do the old rope-a-dope, the bait and switch, and they bring in Sydney, and you're like, whoa, what happened? So, And internet wasn't, like, massive or anything back then. So, like, nobody knew about it unless they had it spoiled for them, you know, uh, going into the movie. And I, I remember thinking that was so cool, but her as a character is, is unbelievable. Yeah, because even at the time, the trailer was just Drew Barrymore. Right. And mm-hmm. I, you're like... Oh, everything we saw in the trailer was in the first five minutes. <laughs> like that's amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. and shout out to Drew Barrymore for that opening scene. My God, she fucking that's so good. Yeah. That opening scene, people forget how unrelentingly cruel that opening is, oh. and I think it's because it's been parodied so many times. Yeah, yeah. like Blair Witch Project has like a similar struggle where it's been oh, parodied d- so much, people forget the the genuine terror that exists yeah but when they're pulling her body and like she's on the phone yelling for her like not even yelling she's like gasping for her mom yeah Wes craven and as her mom is listening on the phone yeah Yeah. it's so mean (laughs) (laughs) it's so perfect at the same time yeah Uh, yeah i mean yeah it it wrote me i tell you what i saw scream when i was uh i think i was I don't know. What year did it come out? 98? 96. 96? Okay, so I was a freshman in high school, and I saw Scream, and I thought, hey, I'm a man now. I can stand this horror movie. <laughs> I went and watched it. I got... Actually, uh, Scream 1 scared the shit out of me, so this is actually a Scream 2 story that I'm mistaking. But either way, I went and saw Scream 2. I said, I can go see this in the theater. I can handle it as a man now. And I got to the theater, and the scene in the very beginning where the dude gets the knife through the bathroom stall into his head... <laughs> I got up and went and watched Flubber with Robin Williams, <laughs> and I loved it. Flubber was hilarious. <laughs> and nobody got uh, stabbed through the ear. N- yeah, nobody. <laughs> and if they did, they didn't die. It was just Flubber going through their through their head. Bounced around. <laughs> no, but you do have Ted Levine from uh, si- Silence of the Lambs as one of like the, the bad guys in Flubber. Yeah, that is That's true. That is true. But I had at that time I hadn't seen Silence of the Lambs. So it didn't matter. You're uh, like, oh, you watch Flubber. You watch that later, you're like Man. Hey, that's that flubber guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Well, here we go. Uh, to me now. And uh, I think what I'll have to do is take uh, Christy Swanson as Buffy Summers, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh. Hell yes. Yeah. OG yeah. Buffy forever. Heck yeah. Uh I'm a Buffy show guy, of course. I love the show so, so much. And uh, the movie, I love it too. But, you know, show's number one in my eyes. Either way, still incredible. Christy Swanson's fucking awesome. It's it's not an entourage situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not where you, like, expect this out of the TV show. And then the movie, you're like, oh, my God, it was a complete cash grab. It's nothing like it. It's like... Buffy the movie is actually good, and Buffy the TV show is good. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I love them both. Uh, I do lean for the movie just because 
the humor is a little bit more refined yeah, in my opinion. I agree. Um, like Paul Rubens, come on. David Arquette, come on. The, the ensemble is so strong in this movie. It's just, it's magnificent. I'm so glad that this was your choice. Oh yeah. Oh, Who would have yeah. thought David Arquette, you know, number one drafted person right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're right. Uh, next, I'm taking that wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not not to mention just the impact that the Buffy character had on people and the fact that it lasted for so long. To, mm-hmm. Even today, they could reboot that show today, and it would be a hit show instantaneously for sure. Oh, so, absolutely, in yeah. a heartbeat. I yeah. we did an episode recently on Night of the Comet, and it was very fun yeah. to explain to people that Kelly Maroney's character is the inspiration for Buffy, and like even down to character design, which I, I love. Yeah. I think that's great. And Night of the Comic Comet is one of those movies too, that I think they could remake today and it would be incredible. I mean, the original is incredible, but like, mm-hmm. I think that they could do some justice with it, with a remake too. I think so too. Yeah. I'm I writing do. that one down. I have, but it's almost like that. Night of the Comet. Like is almost like too bad to touch. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's one of those ones where it's like I think you might do it like an injustice by giving it all the trying to make it better. I yeah. almost yeah, but I yeah. I think it's just such a fun story. I, I just love the yeah. uh, the whole idea of it, and I think like seeing it done uh, in a I don't know serious manner would be it would do some justice to it. I feel like I don't know, like yeah. a dark. I'm just version. down for more of it because yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. Like DC See, movies our, version of it, our, make it dark. Our buddies at Nerdicide, <laughs> they they talked about it. And I think it would be a cool idea, is if Night of the Comic be, became a series. Oh yeah, oh, oh, I mean it's it's post yeah. it's post apocalyptic. It would be really yeah, fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, Drew. All right, I'm really excited. I thought going forth, I would not get either one of these two, but I'm gonna I'm gonna grab them both. Um, for one, I got I got my guy here, so I got to go with Laurie Strode. Yeah. Yeah, I figured that was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We knew it. I mean, yeah, the 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 scream queen, you know. Uh, she yeah. really is. She's yeah. the original, right? <laughs> she yeah. I mean, tech technically speaking, it's Black Christmas, yeah. but yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's Laurie Strode. Uh, um yeah. they just did the Halloween Kills premiere out here uh at Beyond Fest and Jamie Lee Curtis showed up with a t-shirt cannon. Um, and I saw fired, that, yeah. <laughs> fired t-shirts, but the thing that made me the, the happiest is apparently when she was done giving her speech about like, Hey, you know, thanks for coming out, blah, blah, blah. It was, um, <laughs> it was that she didn't want to be there cause it was past her bedtime and she doesn't want to meet any fucking one of you. <laughs> <laughs> like what a queen to be yeah. like, only Jamie Lee Curtis can have that right. kind of energy and get yeah. away with that shit. She's amazing. Yeah, oh my is. goodness! Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get back to my activity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I haven't had my my good night yogurt yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I said one in you know one and two, even though two doesn't exist anymore. Um, <clears throat> like just just crush these movies, and like she does a good job of just bringing you into just feeling her terror you know mm-hmm. so yeah. Heck yeah and if we did a like a old uh hero instead of or old instead of teen she could do that one too for this mm-hmm. one yeah so she could literally like span 
just a whole wide ass net from yeah. like 17 yeah. to I have no idea how old she is because she's probably way older than she looks. Well, <laughs> well so, I think she was actually 19 or something like like she was fairly so, yeah. close to the the age in 78. So, um, yeah, I mean, do that math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seventeen was the character. Age. I check that. Okay. Because yeah. at but. first I was like checking all of those. I'm like, I can't find this person's age anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that was that was another thing I used for like gauging this was like, all right, yeah. so what was the real person's age? Because I can't really find out if they're supposed right. to be what oh, they're supposed to be. Okay. And then I was like, well, this isn't helping because. <laughs> It's 27 and they're playing a high schooler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, they're 20. They'll never know. I'm drafting them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, yeah, back to back. I got to go uh, Nancy Thompson huh. from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Dream Street. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Dream Street guy here. <laughs> is, that a, is that a bargain brand know. version of Nightmare on Elm oh. Street? <laughs> bad dream bad dream on dream street that's what you get when you go to like spirit halloween and they don't have the official licensed costumes uh, yeah like so, there's like that wednesday uh, adams one that's like midweek cutie or something <laughs> uh, oh, so my first uh experience with horror this is this is just totally gonna sell myself out but th- because you're gonna be like that's not horror but like little andy was afraid of horror because i had a witch scare me when i was four years old in kindergarten and it scarred me for like a long time and uh so really my first experience with horror was uh will smith uh, had an album and he had a song called <laughs> nightmare on my street uh, and that was my first experience with horror and then he saw and nightmare on elm street and they're like wow they made a whole series of movies based on that <laughs> yeah, based on that fresh <laughs> prince song that is what i said <laughs> the best part of that song is when will smith says your face is all burnt like it kills me every single time it's so funny uh, I know uh, you must die. <laughs> uh, oh god! I like how Andy said a witch scared him when he was it was he was his teacher with a witch's hat on. <laughs> See, that was my assumption. I didn't think that you were like actually like, in the woods and oh, some mysterious yeah. storybook house appeared and a witch came out. I was like, that's either a teacher or like a kid in your class. <laughs> some lady came by on a broom and I was freaked out for life. <laughs> she floated down. Should we call me. someone for you? That sounds that sounds serious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you gotta like. You can't just say a witch scared me when I was a kid. <laughs> like, well, in my head, that's what it was, and in my parents' head, that's what it was, because they went to the school board. Uh, uh, like uh, whole thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, it wasn't just me; it was all the other kids in the class too. So I wasn't. Uh, the witch got you. It's okay. All right. Um. Well. Uh. I'm pretty sure, like, they have to be, like, young college age. They could be 19-ish, possibly, or early 20s. But I'm going to go, and I hope I can do it, Ash Williams, Ash versus, or Evil Dead 2. I mean, I think that they're teens. They're, they're college age, yeah, okay. so they they might be 
1920. All right. So I'm going to Ash Williams. Evil Dead 2, I figured. It's a good choice. Yeah. I don't know about two. Well, I mean, it's really <laughs> just one. <laughs> it's the same story. Yeah, <laughs> but it could be a couple years old. No. <laughs> Actually, I think it's, it's a continuation, right? Like, it's the same. Or it's, is it... I think it's basically a remake of, yeah. of the yeah. original. But I'm yeah, trying it's... to remember how they sold it in the movie. Like, if it was, like, later that night or... It's like a retelling yeah. with the addition of more material of like here's yeah. what really happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's what happened <laughs> when we had more money. <laughs> uh yeah, exactly that. <laughs> but yeah, uh you know, the Evil Dead series is uh incredible. The Ash character is incredible. Bruce Campbell is incredible. Same Raimi. I, get, I bet you can guess what I'm going to say about him. <laughs> but yeah. Incredible. Is it incredible? It's, yeah, it's incredible. Sufficient? You got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I don't even know what else to say. Everybody knows Evil Dead. I don't really have to yeah. say anything about it. Yeah. Ash is pretty, he's pretty untouchable. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he's incredible. Exactly. De- deadites and shit. All right. <laughs> and possessed hands and, and stuff. That's right. Ooh. And that, that that scene alone, he should have got an Oscar for. And don't I don't know. Don't sleep on that uh, that remake, that Evil Dead remake that they did. I actually really enjoyed it as much as it's like a gore fest and not really uh, the same vein. But I really liked it. Yeah, I quite I quite like the remake as well. My only issue with the remake, in all honesty goes back to our discussion about Jennifer's body was the marketing of it. I got so many emails before that came out that was like the the female ash you've been waiting for. That's not what that movie is. Like at all. And that's cool. Like it doesn't need to be yeah. that. But right. I was like, why did you try to sell me on this? That's like, not what that is. Yeah, yeah. God, uh, there were some real bad marketing firms back then. Because <laughs> think about how many movies and other things in general just were marketed so poorly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even back then, that well, was like again. I mean, just like every like, it goes back to the fact of like you have, <clears throat> and it's like the the issue with WWE. You know, like you have these sixty, seventy year old guys that are writing for thirty year olds who have no idea of the culture that's right. happening. Right <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> my big my big beef right now with horror, and this is just like a generalized thing, is the fact that nostalgia tends to work in like 20s or in years of 25 so which is why in the 90s we started getting a ton of stuff that was set in the 70s yeah and then we got stuff set in the 80s towards the end of the 90s and then we didn't leave we've just stayed there and we've continued to make more and more things that are like if you like the monster squad here's stranger things and everything is so like 80s inspired and don't get me wrong that's cool but like the nostalgia n- needle needs to move forward, right. but it's not right. because it's the same people in power in 1999 that are still in power now. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I want to write this thing that said in the year 2000. And they're like, that doesn't make sense to me because I was an adult then. And you're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, it is interesting because um, fashion has gone to the 90s. So fashion mm-hmm. beat out um, a lot of uh, movies and music and things like that. They haven't, a lot of that hasn't caught up yet fully. Uh, but the fashion, we're fully in the phase 
of mid nineties. So oh, yeah. TikTok teens are already starting even to lean into the two thousands because I've been, which is crazy. I've been teaching little scene kids how to properly tease their hair. So that doesn't break off. Um, <laughs> so that's been fun. But yeah, with the exception of like, like the fear street movies, like yeah. everything is still like, Hey, do you like synth wave? And you're like, yes, but God, yeah, I'm tired. Course, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I do, but no, <laughs> uh, that's, you know, like that's one thing I did. McDonald's. I did love What's about happened? pen, pen 15 was like that I era. Pen Cause I was like, Oh, that's when I was coming like that. You know, I graduated in 2001. This is like my sweet spot. Like the AOL episode. Like, Oh, it's great. I, I was, I was hooked. I mean, I mean that whole show, but yeah, if we don't yeah. have pogs and slammers, what are we doing? That's right. <laughs> exactly. Andy, you ready? I am going to be. Okay. I popped it while you were saying I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I know where I want to go next. Uh, this is another one that I actually did see um, in theater. So um, this era of horror i saw a lot and you know i'm talking about zeke tyler the faculty oh, oh I had a great yeah. choice That's awesome. man yeah this yeah, was I, when we all thought hartnett was gonna be like you know the yeah. next jack nicholson <laughs> so your this? first choice was sydney right Yes. Yeah. So both of your choices so far are both Kevin Williamson creations because he wrote both Scream and The Faculty. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Andy has a type. <laughs> Maybe I'm a Kevin Williams guy. <laughs> I think so. You think you're a Kevin Williamson guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. I'll, that's crazy. I'll, 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 I'll hold, hold your hand down that Dawson's Creek road anytime you want to go, man. Oh, you know, you know, I used to watch every Wednesday with the boys. <laughs> Literally, we had Dawson's Creek parties and there was a lot of people that made fun of us. And we're like three dudes on the football team. And we're like, uh, hey, you want to hang out? Nah, I got Dawson's Creek night over at Roberts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get some pizza. Uh, watch some Dawson's Creek. When that theme song comes on, you're just falling in love all over again. Hell yeah. It's really weird because they, I guess, didn't, didn't secure the rights for like digital streaming, so they have like some bogus ass theme song on there. It's like <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't ever like. I'm a guy who like I love watching themes. Like I don't ever hit skip intro, but on that bullshit, I have. To skip <laughs> intro. I hope it's the theme song from Moody's Point, which was the <laughs> fake Dawson's Creek on the Amanda Show with Amanda <laughs> by. <laughs> oh, that so That's what I want it to be. Uh, uh, but yeah, I was a big Hartnett guy. Uh, I thought he was. I did. I thought he was going to be a big deal. I missed. I think on Hartnett I missed on rapper Murphy Lee from the St. Lunatics. So I, I don't. I don't know why you're sleeping on Hartnett though. He's still like a. He's still good. He's still like the man. I just thought he was going to get to that know? next level. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good at Penny Dreadful. Yeah, he's awesome in it. Yeah, everything that he know. does is really good. It's just yeah. that he doesn't do just, a lot. Yeah, and it's yeah. all under scene. Yeah. This brings up a question because are we going nuclear? Uh, like, are I don't we think wiping out that? To it, so okay. we, we won't. We won't. Because I it's... have another pick from that movie. So no more Kevin Williamson movies. After that's the <laughs> nuclear <laughs> no. role. Yeah, I, that I, kills I, I, like the entire nineties. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted whole list to is uh, take the other one, but also 
you know, I was like, uh, I wanted to get hard net because I just, you know, 30 Dude. days and 30 nights, super underrated. Yeah. I have a net in my heart for heart net. So yeah. <laughs> I, I was a big fan of that was my favorite Shakespeare was, uh, oh, their version of it with Julia Stiles. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I learned Shakespeare. I'm telling on myself right now so badly. Yeah. All right, BJ. <laughs> uh, you're up. All right. So uh, I'm going to go with not like a final girl. I'm going I'm going full villain on this one. Also a 90s movie that I quite love. Um, but I'm going with Brenda Bates from Urban Legend, oh. uh, played by Rebecca Gayhart. Uh, Urban Legend is a movie that gets shit on a lot. And if you rewatch it with the mindset that like this is a camp treasure, you will have the most fun watching experience because the movie is just bonkers and bananas. But Brenda's reveal at the end of being the killer and Rebecca Gayhart's eyes like popping out of her head the entire time she's <laughs> delivering this super melodramatic monologue is just chef's kiss gold i love rebecca gayhart she's great and everything uh it, i was really torn between like pulling her from from urban legend or pulling her from like maybe jawbreaker or something but just, oh, yeah. brenda is so good and we don't get a lot of women as villains in slasher movies um yeah. and she's she's one of my favorites so i had i had to go with her yeah, I I remember loving Urban Legends when I saw it. Uh, I haven't oh, yeah. seen it in a long time, but I, yeah. This is that and, time frame I'm talking about. It was like '96 to early 2000s. It was this and so many other movies, and those were the ones I was actually going to see. When every yes. poster is a collage of faces. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 And see, that's where like it's funny to me because like I'm having to like appreciate these retroactively where Andy was the guy like going to these, I was like, I'm too good for those. I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch this movie. And it's like, now I'm like, fuck, I, those were really good. Why did I just not like, just enjoy shit, Drew? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole Megan Fox argument we made. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? Man, um, I forgot Leto and Rosenbaum both in this Joshua Jackson in this movie. Joshua Jackson terror with horrendous wrong, bleached hair. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And yeah. Terror, looked like terror, Cisco. Tara Reed's death in this movie is so good because she's live on air, like on like the college radio station. And Tara Reed has that like raspy, colicky scream. It's uh it's so good. It's yeah. magnificent. I want to rewatch this this Halloween season for sure. It's it's this, very, very fun. This, it it yeah. it still holds up as like a just a blast. Yeah. That's on my list. Hell yeah. All right, BJ, you got a back-to-back. -back. All right. So this next one, um, I feel very safe and confident is on no one else's list because <laughs> I don't know if anyone else in this room has ever seen this movie, and that's cool. Um, so Jamie Babbitt, we all know Jamie Babbitt, the director of uh, But I'm a Cheerleader. Uh, Jamie Babbitt made a horror movie <laughs> called yeah. The Quiet uh, with Alicia Cuthbert, but the person I'm pulling from it is uh, Michelle Fell is the character name played by Katie Mixon in The Quiet. Um, she is the best, like, shitty best friend character in the entire world who's just constantly calling out, like, hey, don't you think this is fucked up? Like, that's her <laughs> entire character is just yeah. existing as that. Yeah. But uh, because I'm assuming most people have not seen The Quiet, uh, The Quiet uh, stars 
uh, Camilla Bell, who pe- most people know from the uh, When a Stranger Calls remake, um, she plays a girl who is pretending to be deaf, but she isn't. And she moves in with her Ooh, that's family. A, that's, a, that's a bold move. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's, a, it's a trauma response. Uh, she moves in with uh, this family that I think it's uh, either their family friends or their relatives. I don't fully remember. Um, but Edie Falco's the mom who's on a bunch of drugs. Uh, Martin Donovan's the dad. And spoiler alert, um, <laughs> Alicia Cuthbert as the daughter of this family is having a willing incestuous affair with her own father. And the only one who knows about it is Camilla Bell, but she's pretending to be deaf so she can't let people know that she knows what's happening. Oh my god! It is the most ridiculous movie, but like the character work is incredible. There is a monologue that like there is a monologue from Alicia Cuthbert in the cafeteria that is worth the entire movie alone. I will say no more because okay. it has to be experienced. But the friend Michelle in the quiet is the absolute best shitty best friend character in horror history. And nobody knows because this movie doesn't get seen or talked about. (laughs) I feel like this has to be my cue for this year. Like queen of the damned, you're getting pushed out for the quiet because I feel like I have to see this movie now. You're not going to believe that it exists. It's one of those (laughs) movies where you watch it and you're like, how, how did this happen? (laughs) But you just have to like, let yourself over let yeah. it consume you and then thank me later okay i typed in the quiet movie and it was like do you mean a quiet place i was like no i don't no. so it took me like 30 seconds to actually find the quiet movie <laughs> and i was like jesus yeah the poster even, even google doesn't want it the poster art is like is alicia cuthbert whispering into her ear and that is from the cafeteria monologue scene that when you hear it, you cannot uh, believe that it exists. Yeah, there's the Man. poster art. If you can, is see it, it is it there. like hearing? Uh, uh, the, what's the the confession movie with the brother and the sister? Why am I blanking? Clueless. No. Not Flowers clueless. in the attic. No, the chick. The who, Blue Lagoon. The, <laughs> Cruel like, Intentions. Return to the Cruel Blue Lagoon. Cruel Intentions. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a very it's very similar, but it's more insane. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely am totally interested in this movie now. I watch porn a lot that has a lot of the same storyline, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to uh, fucking hey, blow your mind. <laughs> if you're watching porn of that quality and not telling us about it, I'm a little bit upset. <laughs> Uh, oh hey, yeah, man, there's Kyle always Balls is doing some there's great always stuff a, there's always a deaf girl pretending to be deaf in the background of all my porns. So. so. <laughs> All right, Andy. <laughs> okay, I'm back up. You're back up. All right. Um, all right, I'm going to go the most recent one because on further review, I actually watched this a second time, and uh, I don't tend to watch movies twice. Um, the girl was even more unbelievable than I thought she was the first time when I thought she was amazing. And so I'm going to go Millie Kessler freaky. What a great choice. Damn. Yeah. That was going to be my next pick too. Oh, she's on it. my standby list. Yeah, Nice. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. She just absolutely smashes this, this rule so much that like, you're right. Cause you're almost like giving more credit to, um, 
you know, uh, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn yeah. because he's playing like a girl. And then so her performance is so good that you forget that it's that good. That's how good it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like, love if that makes sense. Yeah. I love everything about the swap of this movie. Like, oh just my goodness, the way like we've talked about it before, the way that she wakes up in yes. in his dungeon or whatever, <laughs> yes. and like, uh, and then the way that she wakes up as the killer, and yeah, it's uh, it's insane. I love it. Her yeah. walking scene down the school aisles, which is totally like a big thing in the teen movies, is that mm-hmm. walking down the school aisle sequence. But hers is like, yeah, it's way up there in terms of my down the school hall uh, scenes in my head, <laughs> which is also a great one, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Drew. Hey, one year we're going to need these. So Yeah. We're going to get so <laughs> macro into movies like, oh, guys, we're drafting. Now we're drafting movies that have a bathroom scene. So that's what. <laughs> no, movies and- with deaf girls who aren't really deaf. <laughs> we, do a, we do a top five thing for our patrons for the podcast, and hallway walk scenes is one of our oh, uh, categories. Oh, oh, We've awesome. not recorded that one yet, yeah. but it's on our list of things yeah. to do is hallway walks. So, that's like, going to be so amazing. So you. Yeah, because especially if you're not specific to horror. Oh, there's like, an ass load of there's, them. There's, yeah. there's also all the slow with the fan slow walks, too. Yeah. Because like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh. then you're playing with you're playing with easy A. Like, yeah. you got plenty to work with. Yeah, yeah. easy A's up there for me, when too. That, when that cool. hip-hop comes on and they come around the corner, <laughs> all the popular <laughs> girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, sometimes they're in slow motion or sometimes yes. everyone yeah. else is frozen. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole science behind it. And there's, like, hallway walks and stairway reveals. Like, mm. they're the mm. opposite sides of that coin. Yeah. Basically, bring it on. Just, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Just owning both of those categories. <laughs> All right, so here we go. It's back to me. And I'm going to go. I, and I, truthfully, I didn't even realize that the girl's name was Jay in this movie. But I'm going oh, Mike. Oh, Micah. Micah Monroe, it follows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have in. You can't see like the behind me is posters, but the in front of me, which is also posters, yeah. is Shrine to Joe's and the Pussycats, and it follows right above, right above awesome. where I'm sitting. Yeah, it follows was like, it's like the horror movie most recently that I can think of that like blew my mind the most. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" Like it was, it yeah. was the last horror movie that actually frightened me. Yeah. It, like, it, I don't. It fucked yeah, with just, me. I I think I told the story before. Like immediately after watching it, I like walk the dog, and like as I'm going down this side street that nobody ever like it's it's just like outside of an apartment complex and like a development, so nobody really goes down that road. Yeah. There was just a person like a hundred yards behind me, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and they were like, "You sex me." Uh, a fun game that i like to play and this is for anyone to ever play if you're ever like you know what i could use to have my adrenaline skyrocket through the roof yeah take it take your headphones put on spotify put on the it follows soundtrack (laughs) in a place that is like heavily trafficked and yeah. just watch people, oh and my. your entire body will start to tense up. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's better than drugs. It's great. Yeah. That's uh, that, that actually sounds awesome. Sanity. That's a yeah. good challenge. 
that should be I do t- it when I need to because I also write a lot of screenplays and stuff. So when I need to like get in the headspace of being panicked, yeah. like what can I do? Oh, I can people watch while listening to the disaster piece <laughs> score and shit my pants. It'll be great. Yeah. You know, I, oh, man, like, this was one of the first ones you guys had me watch uh, when we did the horror movie draft. Oh yeah, yeah. they draft where these two and Wes literally drafted movies that I had to see. Um, that's brilliant so yeah i've only been watching horror like that for like a few years now um since they did that draft and this was like second or third movie i watched after like the witch yeah Yeah. i was like what are you guys doing to me you just having a bad time is what i'm hearing (laughs) oh my goodness yeah they did not ease me into it and then like their version of easing me into it was um wes is like roxy likes babadook you'd be fine and I watched it, and I was like, that movie, like, fucked me up more than any other. I bought Roxy, a, like, a children's T-shirt with the Babadook on it. And I think it's the best, like, one of the best gifts I've ever given her is yeah. and telling everyone, would you get your niece for Christmas? A Babadook T-shirt. Well, and that's the thing is, in my head, I was walking into it. I was like, Andy, don't be a bitch. Like, you know. A little girl loves love this movie. You're you're gonna be fine. And then like I'm like over here crying in the corner, telling Wes like you're an asshole, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> or whoever he gave it to me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that movie like mentally like fucked with me. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. It dude. didn't help that James would call him all the time and just go, bye bye, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and also just even though my time's up, I'm going to say, speaking of hallway scenes, when that when that tall dude walks into the room from the hallway out of nowhere and it follows. Yeah, so scary. It's one of the most horrifying things. (laughs) Yeah. God. But anyways, Drew. I digress. All right. Thank you for digressing. Um, you know, I don't care. I don't care. Give me Cindy Campbell. Oh, <laughs> scary oh, movie. Great uh, I didn't awesome. even think of that as an option. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's brilliant. Uh, you know, she oh, deserves man. it. She deserves yeah, she that. Does. All the credit. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she she is was like kind of the glue behind these movies obviously you know the Wayans brothers and all that but like yeah her performance is like so underrated because of course that's what people do is underrate like comedians performances and comedies yeah. or whatever or comedy performances especially which I'm like parodies. a lot of times yeah which a lot of times i'm like no offense <laughs> but uh i think it can be harder to do that than like hey you make a face and look terrified yeah. yes there's an art to that but like also like so many of those are those you know actors and stuff would not be able to do what Anna Ferris was doing here, and like, and maybe this is a, a more of a discussion for for your podcast as far as this stuff goes. But like, you talk about like her putting in the computer, like white woman in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's funny, but also like pretty real. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've been having that discussion recently in just pop culture in general with, like, the idea of missing white woman syndrome. Like, that's real. That's a real thing that happens. And uh, it (laughs) it makes sense for that Google search. Yeah, Yeah, like, what what 
like the Wayans have been telling you since like I'm gonna get you sucker like this is mm-hmm. what's going on yeah and yeah. like they make you laugh about it but it's also like bringing it into your consciousness which is like a good thing so mm-hmm. like as far as that goes like I think the Wayans are very underrated when it comes to like yeah making people aware of the shitty situations that the black community is in so oh yeah there's there's such a level of satire that exists mm-hmm. that people don't recognize like i've i watch a lot of pluto tv like on the roku channel and they have a tosh no channel so i watch it at night just to kind of like you know watch a bunch of dumb shit and uh he's been making bill cosby jokes since like 2010 yeah. and it's like this was just out in the open and yeah. no one was listening to him right. or Hannibal Burris or anybody Hannibal, that was talking yeah. about it. So yeah, it you you look at something like that in scary movie and you know some people might look at it and be like that's problematic. It's not. It's satire and it's yeah. pointing out a thing that we didn't really start interrogating until like 20 years later. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and shout that's out an awesome uh, I think I think in Princess Diaries, you say Scary Movie 2 is your favorite of the franchise. Same with it me. It is. Same with me. Because <laughs> yeah. it's Brenda. Yeah, we've, we've... It's, it's fucking Brenda. <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> so amazing. I know. I know. She's so awesome. Uh, yeah. We, we've uh, all talked about it on here, too, where I think, Drew, you're in the same camp, too. Right? Scary Movie 2. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we're all in the same I mean... boat. Give me Chris Elliott all day. Yeah. <laughs> Anything he does is fucking just incredible. If you have, since you are wrestling fans, if you've never seen it, uh, good good friend, Mr. Gregory Iron, handicapped hero, he yeah. dressed like Chris Elliott from Scary Movie Two for Halloween one year because he has a strong hand, and it is yeah. one of the oh, most man. incredible things I've ever seen oh, in my that life. Is awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, all right, Drew, you got another one. All right, well, I'm going to pick her for the second time, back-to-back in in a... Because I didn't even realize as I was making this list that I was like, oh, man, that's the same girl. So I'm back to... Back to... Uh, what is, is it Micah Monroe? Micah. Yeah. Micah. Micah. And uh, Aunt, uh, as... Uh, was it Anna from The Guest? Oh, good choice. Yeah. I That was a movie I, like, randomly stumbled upon and was like... Oh, I this movie's fucking is awesome. This was this is the one that ends at the Halloween dance. Yeah, right. Oh God, this is such a good movie. Yeah, I don't know this one. The guest is uh, why I am verified on Twitter. This is a fun story. Uh, oh. it, the guest came out uh, the same weekend as Kevin Smith's Tusk, and there were a lot of articles going around in the horror sphere that was like, "Hey, everybody, go out and see Tusk because if you don't," then you're telling like Hollywood and the studios that you want more remakes, you want more whatever. So go support this independent movie from Kevin Mm -hmm. Smith. And I wrote a piece that was like, it was not in counter of it by any means. It was like, Hey, but also the guest is coming out and this movie rules. So like, (laughs) if you don't want to go see Tusk, you can go see this instead. This is also cool. Yeah. And And it's also independent. (laughs) It's also independent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, people took that the wrong way. And suddenly there were like Reddit threads of people that were like, we should all make fake accounts pretending to be her saying racist stuff. Oh and my God. Oh my God. So, that, yep. Yep. That's a real thing. So then I like applied for verification of Twitter and was like, Hey, all of these accounts are pretending to be me and they're not me. Can I please get verified? This affects my job. And they were like, yeah, sure. Here you go. Because back then they didn't give a shit right. about blue checks yeah. and they were giving them out like candy. 
Um, so <laughs> the guest is who I am verified. Oh, that is, that that's is awesome, crazy. though. Wow. Mm-hmm. And the guest is uh, such a better movie than Tusk. <laughs> no offense to Kevin Smith, but uh, it, it, it yeah. is like yeah. I like I like Tusk. I, I do it's too. Fun, yeah. But like yeah. I love the guest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got my dude Lance Riddick in it. Oh yeah, he's Reddit. sick in it too. Dude, he's it, awesome, Andy. You will love that movie and literally everything yeah. he does. I'm telling you, you also get God. Dan Stevens though. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Swoony McSwoon face, Dan Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you got to watch that as one of your Halloween movies this year. Yeah, that's okay. It. You're gonna yeah, love yeah, that yeah. movie. It's so good. And I, it, it's not like, I guess it's more, I guess thriller than horror i guess you could say well, you guys suspense, know what you so. did to me up front i'll be okay the yeah. guest fall like i would argue that it falls under like the same category as a movie like terminator like okay yeah it's yeah. got a similar That's energy like to thriller, it almost. it's more thriller action, action with yeah. like action, it's horror yeah. adjacent more okay. than anything right all right i'm i'm interested yeah it's sick it's awesome <laughs> this was I, w- I will say too until about two hours ago, for some reason, I I read the the text as like survivors. <laughs> so I was like, and two hours ago, I was like, oh, they said it can be any team, any team. So this opens my list up completely. And then oh, this was wow. already yeah, on there, and I was like, well, here. I can't. I got to talk about the guests. I love the guests. So, yeah. but yeah, I was like, yeah, I made it. Just, Stupidly for myself, I made it way harder. So <laughs> only survivors. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if like somebody died, died, I was like, oh, I got to take them off the list. They didn't uh, make it. I know they made it through two movies, but they didn't make it through that third. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Um, I think I'm pr- pretty sure that uh, this kit. Yeah, he has to be. He might be like beginning of college as well. But either way, I'm going Alex Wolf, Peter from Hereditary. He is a teenager. It yeah. does count. Yeah. Okay. That's also a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. That commitment, that fucking head slam into the desk. Oh Good God. God. Okay, yeah, this is one of the movies you guys made me watch. Yeah. Yeah. I hate you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, did. that was so brutal, but yeah, he acted the hell out of it. Hereditary, the whole movie is like, it. you're on the edge the entire time, and, and nothing's even really happening, but you just are uneasy the whole yeah. time. It's so, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't even know. I've never, there's no other movie that I can even think of that makes me feel the way Heredity makes me feel. Like the anxiousness? Yeah. Hereditary, uh, maybe yeah. uncut gems. Yeah, I was like, yeah, uncut gems. Um, yeah. And also, if if you have not seen it, it is a comedy, but it is called Shiva Baby. Mm. Holy shit! Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is shot like a goddamn horror movie because it's somebody who's at a shiva, so they're like, you know, in the same house, and yeah. every person they don't want to run into, they are like running into at this shiva, so they can't escape it. Yeah. And it is just. Ugh, it's the same feeling that you get from hereditary. Oh my god! Gems. Just so much stress. Uh, that is the worst. Like being at a party, like oh, I hope this guy doesn't talk to me, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, there they are. Yeah, uh, oh. but it's that for a whole movie. It's that fish oh. eye, it's just, the fish <laughs> eye wins, and they're right there, like face to face. Like, oh, 
<laughs> what's well, like what is that it's like seven days or something like that you gotta sit shiva some like it's something like yeah. that but it's like oh god it's so much hereditary i saw at 10 in the morning on a monday during a press screening oh and it ruined my entire day i took my wife with me because they always give me two tickets and i was like oh yeah it's got tony collette in it because uh like i own a hat that says nominate tony collette you cowards like i <laughs> love tony collette she's awesome and we roll States into the terror. theater and i was like this is cool and like you know there's a lot of grief happening i was like oh okay i'm feeling some feels and then the thing happens. Yeah. yeah. And when it happens, um, I felt my organs fall out of my body. Because <laughs> yeah. I just sat oh, there yeah. like, yeah. how am I supposed to go back to work and after like, this? It, <laughs> like, he just drives home. It's it, Oh, just, my like, God. Just it's staring. Like, yeah. It's, it's so uh, stoic. It's so stoically like, horrifying. Yeah. And then Tony Collette's reaction, just that wailing. Yeah. Yeah, like that is the sound that is going to like haunt that that sound will haunt me like before I die when all of my life flashes before me <laughs> the final note will be Tony Collette screaming. <laughs> uh, uh, well, hereditary, Andy, you're up. Ah, uh, okay. I am going to go. You guys have actually. You know, really been chopping at my list. Uh, I'll go. Okay, this is a great one. I'll go. Carrie White. Carrie. There you go. That okay. is a great choice. Yeah, I mean, the just for for the scene, like that's the thing. I knew the scene before I ever watched the movie, right. and I don't know how because Twitter wasn't a thing. You know, all of that kind of stuff, like the internet. So I have no idea how I knew the Carrie scene before I even saw the movie, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, it's just one, one of those feel- ones I feel like everybody just knows. I feel like it's been parodied. Yeah, I think yeah. it's been parodied. Like, a lot of things have... Or, or at least mentioned a lot, like, you know. Yeah. Like, they mentioned it in Superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. They definitely parody it, for sure. So I bet it's just been, like, subconsciously, like... Well, I knew what was happening before yeah. I even saw it. It was also one of those things that it's it's just something like your parents would talk about this kind of thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And like, I, no think, I feel like you. the fact it, that like pig's blood is just like, yeah, right, is, is yeah, yeah. constantly brought up. Like, it's just one of those things you just know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just ingrained that in the pop culture. It's yeah. just a, this is gonna sound wild, like a wild comparison, but that scene is in my head almost like the Al Green record cover where he's shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a crazy comparison. <laughs> but they're just living in my head. It, you yeah. have no control over who lives in your head rent free. Yeah. Like you don't get that option. They just are there. <laughs> yeah. You know who I think about shirtless. So, so you the thing you, you think about the reverend and you think about a young teenage girl covered in blood. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> My brain's a weird place. That's pretty funny. Uh, I, there's this baseball card of Kirby Puckett, and he's shirtless on it, and it's just so funny to me. I don't know why. I think about that card a lot. That's a good one, too. Shirtless pictures. Yeah, shirtless pictures. <laughs> there's a picture of Bob Hoskins, like, sitting on a chair, oh, shirtless, and it's, like, it's incredible. I love it. Man, 2023 is going to be so good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is a that is a crazy thought like real quick bj 
shirtless picture. What's the first one that comes to your mind? <laughs> this doesn't sound really terrible. Uh, it's not even a real shirtless photo. There is a Photoshop photo somebody did of William Shatner and Alex Trebek, and they like put their heads on these two like men that are shirtless. Yes. But it is like one of the most seamless Photoshop jobs <laughs> I've ever seen, and that picture haunts me. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't get, it's been. It was something I downloaded back in college because I thought it was real because it was so good. I was yeah. like, look at these bros hanging out on the beach, and then it was like, no, that is a. Photo- Photoshop job and it is just in my brain uh, forever. Uh, <laughs> like, Trebek is jacked. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, oh man, right. yeah. I was thinking Burt Reynolds. That's, that's yeah. That's also that's a that's a front runner for sure. I thought I I was, I, I made it. I don't know why, but Putin on the horse. <laughs> uh. I like that our instinct, though, was all men. Yeah. <laughs> like, none of us yeah. are like, these titties I saw this <laughs> one time. It's all like, nah, men. And not even just, like, hot model men. Like, dad men. It's like, bomb, middle-aged yeah. men. Yeah, I literally just saw all of Britney's posts, and I'm like, hooting on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. All right, BJ, here we go. All right. <laughs> uh, wait, was that four? Uh, this is four. Oh, this, this is four. Then we, then we hit it. Okay. All right. So for my number four, uh, I'm going with an all-time great teen um, who's been through a lot of shit, but I love them a lot. I'm going with Angela Baker from Sleepaway Camp. I have uh, her on my list. Yeah. I love her so very much. Um I have also, my wife and I both have done a lot of extensive writing about her character, analyzing its importance Mm -hmm. um, in just the horror canon and, you know, what that has to say. Just an absolute, like, pinnacle of queer horror cinema. Yeah. I love Angela. That that, that final shot. The the first time I watched Sleepaway Camp was, uh, so my parents didn't limit anything that I watched when I was a kid (laughs) at all. Uh, The only thing is they had to be in the room while I watched it. So if I had questions, they would talk me through it. Um, But the other rule is that I couldn't turn anything off because they knew that my imagination would be a thousand times worse than whatever I was watching. And they were right. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we watched Sleepaway Camp uh, at a sleepover and it was like the little neighbor boys and me and my sister and the the that final shot and it wasn't even like the reveal of like oh my god it's a book like it wasn't even that just the the shrieking face like the animalistic sound that comes out of angela's mouth and because that's a mask on a person um and not actually felissa rose because she was fucking 12 um it like there's some like uncanny valleyness to it that makes it even more upsetting to look at um but yeah. yeah i i love sleepaway camp uh i love angela baker i love that movie and all of its problematic glory i say eat shit and live like in <laughs> just like my normal vernacular yeah. i fucking love sleepaway camp so yeah number four is angela baker i remember so, when the the dvd box set came out maybe it was like 2001 2002 i, I scooped it up and i remember taking it over to wes's and he was like he was like oh yeah i kind of remember watching that and like we were watching it and like halfway through he goes oh yeah and i was like you remember he's like yeah but he wasn't gonna say it and everybody else was like wait what what's what is it like we can't say we can't say like he was just like i like it just came in like oh i just remembered how this ends
I also just love a slasher movie that isn't reliant on just one weapon. Like we yeah. have death by bees. We have death yeah. by curling iron in the coochie. We have <laughs> death by hot water. Big fan. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys want to know a crazy fact that I don't know if you know this, but uh, I'll just break the news here. If you type sleepaway camp in Google and go to images, I'm not talking to you. If you type sleepaway camp into the G word, uh, <laughs> the second picture on images is harmonycolangelo.medium.com, mm-hmm. Angela Baker and sleepaway camp. So like that's the second image that pops up on uh, images if you type sleepaway camp. Yeah, Crazy. her uh, her trans defense of sleepaway camp is one of the most uh, well read and most referenced uh, pieces on trans theory oh, that's on wow. sleepaway camp. It's yeah. like it's been used in college, like literature, awesome. like in classes. Uh, it's referenced in a, a couple books now. Like it's it's really cool. It's that's a really incredible. really cool thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, she's yeah. and she's. I was, a, I was so random. I just clicked on it. I was, <laughs> and then the the picture that you guys are talking about is literally it's the first picture of that because the first yeah. first picture is the poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's crazy. And now she's really gonna have some accolades because she's gonna be on the draft podcast. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> Bartender awards being taught. No, no, this yeah, is like going to the surreal life. That's what this. Is. <laughs> hey, the surreal life is fucking great, though. We watched yeah, a bunch is. of it when uh, when quarantine hit, and we we're like, it's going to be two weeks. Let's watch VH1 reality yeah. shows. How, what rubes we are! Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't miss an episode, so I can't say a thing. Oh, yeah. I was enthralled with it. Uh, rest in peace, Vern Troyer. But him pissing on the plant is is a top TV moment of all time. It's really good. <laughs> uh, oh, that shit. that season was fantastic. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. Because that that was the one with uh, like Dave Coulier, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember like the one uh, I think it was Jordan from New Kids was in it, and they yeah. they said something about like like oh yeah those those Olsen twins and he was just like you realize those two girls are like my daughters right like <laughs> like I raised them for like 10 years practically like like do not fucking talk about them people, like that like he like just gave him this look that just, just said like I will fucking murder you <laughs> the stuff that people say like okay so this is gonna be a side tangent I am so sorry yeah. but it's too funny That's not to go for it yeah. um, breaker. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Barbara Crampton, we know her. We love her. She's great. She posted a picture the other day on Facebook and it was like her at some like Halloween event and it was just like Barbara Crampton being cool Barbara Crampton and the top comment on it was some random woman that was like my mother died on Halloween in 1994. You look great. <laughs> what? what? Why is that what your is- response? Like, is people do shit like that, or um, yeah. or Tiffany Shepis, who's in like a a lot of like uh like B movie horror stuff. Like, she's been in like over a hundred movies. Um, her daughter unfortunately was uh, shot in a school shooting, but she's alive, thankfully. But mm-hmm. Tiffany is now like a big advocate for like you know common sense gun laws, yeah. and she'll post something about her own daughter being a victim in a school shooting, and people will comment 
sent things like, no, not my guns. And I'm like, not the time oh or place for this, my dude. Like, yeah. Not Jesus the time or place for this. Oh. That is big Olsen twins to Dave Coulier energy. What's <laughs> yeah. yeah. wrong with yeah. people? Somebody uh, shut down Facebook. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, don't listen to me, guys. <laughs> uh, worse than the FBI. <laughs> Let's listen to this. Sometimes I just can't believe how incredible that fucking song is. Yeah, you know, Kevin it's pretty Aldridge. wonderful. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's a national treasure. That's why he I really is. He really, he is. really yeah. is. He really is. Okay. God, and the styles I, are also different that you hear yeah. on. Uh, yeah, like why did we have bands. a meet Biff Radio? Yeah, and, yeah, they're all so different. I have a like, Kev. It's like he's a real musician, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, I have uh, I have something that's uh, that's pretty Raven. Uh, I got through two seasons of a show on Apple TV called Servant. And <laughs> Servant. Have you seen it? I have seen Servant. <laughs> I watch a lot of the Apple TV stuff because I needed yeah. to justify my subscription to it. <laughs> you know i really loved it i'm still it. on I, the free trial so i'm gonna get it like i'm gonna hit that point once i'm like i'm coming up on it i know yeah and i've but, only watched ted lasso so far so i gotta i gotta catch up on everything else that's on oh there. oh yes you do the servant the servant show to me is uh i i am having a lot of fun with it and you know i feel like i am a shalomalon mark i don't know <laughs> I I love everything that the guy does, so you know whatever. I I'm guess. a pretty staunch defender of uh, M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think he, and this is like such a weird thing to say, he directs children in genre better than anyone in history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know legit. You're right. Every single movie, even if the movie itself, like people are like, whatever about. The kids are unfucking believable. Yeah, like yeah. the I don't know I don't know how he does it. I do not know, but he gets these performances that are just like every single one of them is is just career making for so yeah. many of them. Yeah. That is crazy to think about. Like he's like that dog dude, but for kids. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even something like his Avatar, his Avatar: no. The Last Airbender <laughs> movie, which sucks ass. The yeah. kids are at least very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like I I also like like a, I don't know, maybe in the last 10 years to to quote Marty and Sarah cuz Sarah always talks about the Domino's pizza thing where they admitted that their shit sucked. Like he was like, "Okay, I've been doing the same movie. Let me get in all this new blood." And he just got like hired all these young people to 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 work with him because he's like, "I don't I don't know it. I don't know it. You guys you guys help me. Like this is my idea." you you guys helped me see it through and that's like the, these yeah. last couple movies have been f and the things he he's done has been incredible i think well and also like lauren ambrose in this show fucking she's amazing fucking kills it and and rupert grint fucking kills his role mm -hmm. like 
they're great and they're two people that i think are so underutilized oh for sure and he's like he's so fucking funny in this show too like just the like the asshole kind of character that he plays uh but yeah i i definitely suggest it if you have apple tv check out servant uh you know we're in we're in spooky month right now so it's a perfect time and this is also one of those shows that every single episode ends on you know uh something where you're like i gotta see what's going on next you know it's like you're cliffhanging like a son of a bitch with this show (laughs) so maybe that's just an apple staple uh because mine is gonna be or actually this isn't apple so it's not an apple statement and that was a horrible segue (laughs) (laughs) Uh, only murders in the building on hulu oh dude Uh, that was gonna be one of mine oh shit yeah yeah i'm i'm completely caught up and like I have a kid, so this shit's difficult for me. And yeah. I'm completely caught up because that's how good the show is, is I just had to, like, keep watching and keep watching. So, yeah, like, I... one morning I was just like, shit, it's 3.30. I better go to bed. <laughs> you know, one of those type of things. But Martin Short, like, everybody's good in it. Steve Martin, Selena Gomez. Um, but Martin Short fucking incredible yeah yeah i've only watched two episodes so far but that was yeah that was gonna be one of mine because i i did i i started watching it last night i was like oh shit like i i had to like purpose i was like i gotta put something else on if not i'm gonna be up till three in the morning watching this yeah like and i love the premise of these guys who like they're all addicted to the same true crime podcast so they (laughs) so they like there's a murder in their building and then they're like oh let's be the detectives and be <laughs> our own true it. crime podcast yeah, let's be the hardy boys you know? yeah uh all that like not the wrestler hardy boys because that would be weird if that's what they decided yeah. to do oh yeah, my god could completely... you imagine <laughs> it's just steve martin fishnets <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome actually i would totally Selena watch that. gomez is coming out as lita <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> uh... Dude, whenever actually you... someone make this show yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> actually yeah if they could just we just need to hit them up on twitter and be like halloween guys just around the corner <laughs> if we get a picture of you guys as team extreme <laughs> but yeah it's, it's really good and they had an episode this past week i think it's like episode nine maybe um seven i don't know but they Nine. did something that I hadn't seen um, done this that, like this in a TV show, and I think they executed it incredibly. Yeah. And I don't want to say it because I don't want to give it away, but we'll talk about it later when, yeah. you know. I definitely want to watch this. Not so. a spoiler alert. Yeah. Because this is the latest episode that just came out this past week. So. Right. Yeah, it's very good, though. Um, Hell Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I've I've been meaning to watch it. So the the enthusiasm that you both had about it, I think, has just sold me on it totally. Yeah, sweet. Hell yes. <clears throat> so I was gonna do like three quick hitters, but uh, so that's one of them. The other one was, I mean, this is like not anything new, but it was a new episode. And James, you turned me on to this comedian a long time ago. He was just on We You Made It Weird Again, and every time he's on there is fantastic. Shane Moss's interview. Shane Moss, like, he is so into, like, how the brain works is is fucking fascinating. Like, he, he 
he follows all these studies of um you know just how the psyche works and i i love listening to it there's one like they were just talking about like at one point just tips at a restaurant and he's like yeah there was a study about, done about like tipping and you know everything was the same whatever let's say they you know brought in 200 dollars a night and uh <clears throat> the only thing that changes they gave a gave him a free mint a free mint on the on the little thing was like a 20 percent increase like over the period of the night in tips they said two mints was even more wow if you laid down one mint and then like started to walk away and the waiter waiter waitress came back and was like oh you know what here just have a couple more that got them even more tips oh my god universally like as a as a waitress waiter like if you're out there waiting tables carry them mints around because for whatever reason it will get you more money at the end of the night wow (laughs) man yeah yeah, and they're like it's he he goes over all these studies of how like the brain like yeah. is, you know the power of suge- suggestion and all that kind of stuff and I I am so into that kind of shit and it, I just I just really love it. So and go back he's on there a lot. He has his own show where he always has like neuroscientists on and things like that. And he's really really into psychedelics and the effects those have on it. So I think it's, it's called it's here, really cool. here we are. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's what's funny is he even kind of pokes fun at uh another podcaster that's super into psychedelics and calls him a uh hemeopathic uh oh what was it anyway he kind of pokes fun at joe rogan and how like as everyone should yeah like he was just like he's like yeah he's just kind of he's 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 just there like oh a hemeopathic egomaniac or something like that (laughs) and i was like that is exactly what he is um the third and you know, especially with BJ here, your your wife would probably just disgust at this, but it's Golden Graham S'mores remix. It's Golden Graham's Cocoa Puffs and Mushrooms or Mushroom uh, Marshmallows. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. That's Holy an entirely shit. different snack yeah. mix. Let's yeah. go. I, I was thinking back to my last thing, but it's uh, marshmallows, and they make little s'mores, and this is fucking fantastic. Like. That sounds so good. Yeah, I I want that. Like I said, I'm sure Harmony would be like, what? People eat that shit? But uh, (laughs) yeah, we do. (laughs) I'm the person who eats that shit. So I understand. (laughs) Man, give me some of that on mushrooms and I'll freaking go to one of those rocks out west and just sit there for two days. Uh, I'll tell you what little 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 uh life hack go to the rock first (laughs) (laughs) that's a that's a hell of a pro tip that's like an actual useful pro tip (laughs) so many people would have been caught up in these situations (laughs) just went to the rock first Oh, oh, BJ, sorry. you got anything raving or shooting? Yeah, I got I got some stuff to rave about. Um, okay. I've been rewatching thanks to Paramount Plus, uh, all of the original run episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, and shit. it has been really wonderful. I do it before bed, and it just feels good. Um, yeah. and it's also 
unlocked parts of my brain where i'm like i've stored all of this in here <laughs> yeah. like it's all in here somewhere <sighs> because i'll watch something i'm like i don't know if i remember this one and then by the end of it i'm quoting it like as it's happening yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh okay yeah my my brain decided that that was useful information to keep but that has also led me into doing a rewatch of the reboot of the Are You Afraid of the Dark series, which is now on Netflix. Um, there's two seasons of it. It doesn't follow the same structure as the original Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I really like it. I think that they're doing some really fun stuff. It's totally like appropriate for that target audience. Um, it's really clever. The writing's really fun. Um, it's been it's been really fun to kind of go back there I've, and watch things that I know just make me feel good, like just comfort yeah. food, you know? Yeah. yeah. So those those have been kind of the big ones. And then um I am doing a bunch of back episodes of a podcast called American Hysteria, which studies uh and analyzes and talks about culturally all of the different kind of like moral panics that exist in America. And it's everything from like televangelists and horror movies or gender reveal parties and <laughs> just going into all of the different ways that America kind of loses their shit about stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I highly recommend it. And yeah. because it's spooky season, that's when we start getting into like urban legends and haunted yeah. houses and, you know, really, really mm. creepy stuff. So I've been catching up on episodes that I missed and it's, it's great. I love it. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Freaking it's really fun. Uh, yeah, it's hosted by uh, Chelsea Weber-Smith, non-binary podcaster. So they also bring this like really, like just very sardonic sense of humor to everything. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really well researched. They get really cool guests, depending on what they're talking about. There's a whole episode with uh, Sarah Marshall from You're Wrong About and You Are Good. That's about animatronics. Like specifically, like like the Chuck E. Cheese monsters and shit. <laughs> oh, um, shit. Oh, wow. It's awesome. <laughs> like, oh, it's just a really, really fun too. show. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, yeah. Hell yeah. I was going to be like from forgetting about. And then I was like, <laughs> no, nah, just hold that one, Andy. And I still said it. <laughs> <laughs> Trust your gut, go, Andy. You know? <laughs> go, go, going back to the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Did you ever watch the Misfits and Monsters, the Bobcat Goldweight show? No, I've not seen that one. Oh, it, it was it was kind of his own version of that. It was, you know, anthology, new scary story, like a little like. And it was all like it was kind of made for you know young adults, and it's it was a lot of fun. I don't Justin know how I missed voice? that one. No, it's no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he yeah. plays a little kid. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that one because I because yeah. I'm very well versed in Are You Afraid of the Dark, Goosebumps, So yeah. Weird, Eerie Indiana. Like all yeah, of that uh, shit. It has so all, the feel of all those. I don't know so, how I missed that yeah. one. Adding that to my list. Yeah, it was it was like, I don't know, maybe 2017. It's pretty good. Oh, I did want to say I, for a month, and I literally almost did it again. I forgot about this. James, when um, we went to the game or whatever, I told you about this album briefly, but I had only lived with it for a couple days. Um, but uh, my personal right now uh, album of the year um, is this British female rapper uh, called Little Sims. And uh, her album's called Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. And uh, I will say this, I think it is the greatest, and this is going to be like, well, what's it up against? I don't know. But this is the greatest uh, <laughs> British rap album of all time, in my opinion. And uh, this is my album of the year. So she's incredible. Uh, it's like if you're into Rhapsody, 
at all, anybody out there, um, this is this is really, really good. So, yeah, Little Sims, sometimes I might be introvert. Just wanted to bring that one up. Hell, yeah. First off, how dare you disrespect the streets? <laughs> <laughs> but I, you're probably right. Yeah. I, I told this to my buddy, and he's like, He's like, oh, man. And then he texted me back. He's like, I don't know any others. (laughs) This is Lady Sovereign Erasure. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. This is the Michael Buble of commercials. Just play the song. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to find the perfect moment to hit it. Fifth picks. So we got our fifth pick, and then uh, we'll have our honorable mentions where we rattle off three within a one pick period time, and that'll start with James. So this is your last Uh, pick of what's on your team. Start with uh, Drew, I mean. (laughs) Yeah. You guys look the same, so I don't know. I say, (laughs) yeah. All right, BJ, here you go. All right, uh, my fifth pick. Um, I thought about this one long and hard, and I decided it's it's spooky season, so I've got to go with one that is very of the season, and I'm going with Marnie from the Disney Channel original movie Halloween Town. Oh, the <laughs> Halloween Town. I can't <laughs> wait to tell the people at work that you, somebody picked Halloween Town because <laughs> I've been talking about like horror movies and stuff, and there's like they all like. They constantly bring up these Disney movies that I'm like, I've never even. They're good. Shit. So but I'm like, a, uh, I'm a I've staunch. I've heard of Halloween Town at least. Yeah, I'm a staunch supporter of Disney Channel original movies. Like we yeah. just did one on the podcast about Motocrossed, where we said like Disney Channel movies were essentially Trojan horses for a lot of yes. progress for a lot of kids because. Mm. If you weren't allowed to watch Adult Swim or Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, you were probably allowed to watch Disney Channel. And like, yeah. there's there's some pretty progressive messaging hidden in a lot of those movies. Yeah. And Halloween Town is actually one of them, where it's all about like not judging people by their appearances, uh, yeah. trusting your instincts, um, familial traditions. Um, there's a lot of really cool shit going on in it. But Halloween Town is to me just pure, it's pure festive fun. And Marnie is a great character. Like, I remember being a little kid and watching her talk and be like, Halloween is cool. I like creepy stuff. And I was like, me too, girl. I have something to relate to. This is great. Um, But every Kimberly J. Brown, who plays the character, recently joined TikTok. And she is a fucking celebrity on there now because everyone's like, it's Marnie from Halloween Town and like losing their mind. And she's been really leaning into it. She did one that was like when it turns October 1st and it's her in costume and like with a bunch of props. It's just great. It's a feel good movie and she is a uh, she is a hollow queen i will say <laughs> oh that's a mic drop right there <laughs> man i i i can't agree with you more like 
movies like Johnny Tsunami like need their place in history, you know? They really do. And, you know, part of what we do on The Sunset Prom is we talk about movies that are frequently treated like they're not important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the movies that you watch during your formative years, they are important, even if they're not Citizen Kane. Like, they yeah. impact you. And Halloween Town is one that did impact me because it made me understand, like, it's cool that I'm the girl in class who likes scary movies. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make me weird. And there's some there's power in owning how we- weird you are. Yeah. And that's a really important message for kids. And I fucking love Halloween Town. And it is amazing practical effects. Yeah. Dear God. Yeah. There's, like, a skeleton <laughs> puppet that, like, his his facial features move it's crazy it's so good (laughs) i love that like yeah and i still remember all the after school specials like (laughs) watching some of those which some of them were unbelievably bad but oh yeah uh, there was some that just stick in my mind and i'm like i cannot get rid of this stupid movie out of my head you know yeah hell yeah all right andy all right um fifth one so i'm gonna go here just because i want to talk uh you know we talked about him with uh uh former guests of the show and i beat you and your family and in uh, big brother fantasy so take that uh andy <laughs> goshi uh when we did our cory two cory's episodes oh you oh yeah but i'm going i'm i'm going sam emerson the lost boys Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. Great choice. I was okay. I, was, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going there I next. Sam. I was going there next. Yeah. So why I'm going Sam is because he has this thing that I noticed that he's kind of like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Brad from Home Improvement all combined. <laughs> and uh he's uh he does I like that you gave one guy's real name and then the other character. <laughs> I don't know his name. Um, but like, Zach he does something? this thing when he's about to do this patented smile that girls went crazy over and dudes were like, oh, that is so fucking cool. Where he like kind of is like, <laughs> you know, his eyes like kind of go out and then he like, he like waits for the smile, drags it out. And it's like one of those, we're pausing the camera right here. You know, one of those flying in 80s graphics kind of deal um but like he's got that face and like i i uh like looked back on it and i was like man that little face he does is is crazy um i don't know if you guys know what i'm talking about absolutely well yeah i definitely do i don't know what that says about me as a person that like as i'm I'm watching you try to describe this and i was like "You, you can't describe it you just gotta see it yeah. yeah, it is one of those things. But like, I I feel like everybody listening is like, oh yeah, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like Mentos the Fresh Maker. You yeah. know? Yeah, I have like exactly a gr- like that. I have a girl version of that where like uh, the Oops, I did it again video where Brittany when she like looks at away from the camera and then looks back and just oh, the way yeah. she does it and she has like a blink at the same time. It's very uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like yeah. that. I have that for a <laughs> expert Cooper. flirt. Yeah. Yes. Alicia Cuthbert and uh, in the quiet store. Oh, (laughs) Uh, but in the girl next door, I have that. It's like a gift that's just saved in my head. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) peanut butter. How's it? Oh, here we go. I guess I could pop this, huh? There we go. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. It's my turn. 
Um, I notice you're not going to the Google machine this week. Oh yeah, I've definitely been. Uh, <laughs> uh, I definitely did my due diligence this time, so not to look like I'm unprepared. Which, you know, truthfully, I wasn't unprepared, and I did look at all that stuff before the show last week. It's just that BC saw my notes weren't on notes. Like, I didn't have it on a piece of paper to appease him. We did black and white movies with an older dude uh, who's very, like, particular about black and white movies. (laughs) He's an asshole. (laughs) He's an asshole. (laughs) Uh, no, shout out BC. I love BC. You know, that he was know, one he of knows our that. highly. I think one of the highest, like, uh, I guess feedback. Yeah, uh, episodes. <laughs> like, we heard from so many people. Like, who the fuck is this guy? He's great. <laughs> He's tearing all of you apart. Like, <laughs> all right. Oh, I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know if this will disappoint people or not, but I'm a big fan of this remake. Uh, I like the original, don't get me wrong, but the remake just hit me in some type of way. So I'm going to go Anton Yelkin from Fright Night as Charlie Brewster. Wow. I I loved it. I love the movie. If you can't see, the entirety (laughs) of this section of my room is dedicated to Fright Night. Oh, the original Fright Night. Yes, the original Uh, Fright Night. I I will give you this, though. Yeah. Anton Yelchin is a great Charlie Brewster. My issue yeah. with the remake is I don't like Colin Farrell. You are not Chris Sarandon. Get out of it. You cannot yeah. sit on the throne where he has sat. But Anton yeah, Yelchin is a great like Charlie I'm, Brewster. Yeah. yeah. I, I like just I'm watching that movie and then phone booth just kind of pops in. And I'm like, what are you doing here, phone booth? <laughs> uh, that's, that's just all you can think of when you see Colin Farrell. Is fo- that is, phone, you just think just... of him in a phone booth. He can't, he can't even act his way out of a phone booth. that's where i think of him (laughs) Uh, no i'm I'm actually a colin farrell fan and uh for whatever reason i don't know this the fright night remake like i was so into it i loved it so much i've I've watched it multiple multiple times and i'm also like uh i'm a huge anton yelkin fan and the fact that he is dead is upsetting to me and I hate to Mm -hmm. think about it. And it it almost made, like I almost wanted to watch this movie more just because he died. And like, I was so, and just the circumstances of his death drive me insane too. It's just a fucking stupid accident. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, because that guy, I feel like he made me care about star Trek. Yeah. That guy give a shit about star Trek. Yeah. He would have been, he made uh, me care about it. He would have been a huge, huge actor. He would have oh, been. Yeah. He would have done so many incredible things, and you know. Oh, Charlie Bartlett. Well, we all have like, Fright Night still. Charlie Bartlett, <laughs> Fright Night, green, uh, green Room. If you haven't seen the last film he did, which is Thoroughbreds, I, oh my god, what a what a great movie that no one saw. See, I haven't even seen that yet, so I'm going to watch that. Thoroughbreds is fucking great. You're yeah. going to love it. Okay. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is also in it, so like you got some real heavy hitters there. Awesome. I'm writing that down. Ooh. Ooh, Man, I got a whole comedy thriller. I'm I got a that. list. Oh yeah, evil. That's that's another good movie of evil teens. It's great. I love yeah. it. All right, Drew. Courtney rule, or no? This is your no. Drew's fifth pick. pick. Man, it's like wherever I go, I feel like I'm just going to be treading on some some old territory. But 
Uh, mm. You know what? I, fuck it. I'm going to go with the person I thought was really like to me was the person I connected with as far as like um, just being I don't know the more the person that I just didn't want to die at the end and I'm going uh, Stokes from faculty the faculty oh I love Stokely yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like when she that was another person I was thinking of yeah like first of all like Clea Duvall is fantastic in everything like mm-hmm. Carnival and even like in Veep and just everything she's done yeah. is, is is great. And I just, <clears throat> I don't know. Like w- when, when she grabs the fucking, the little, what was it? Scat or whatever. Like as he's about to stab Mary Beth and like, you find out she actually had it in her. I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) there's worms crawling under her skin now. (laughs) Someone shoot her. (laughs) But I do like the fact that Zeke goes like, he's like, he makes the one kid take it or uh, fucking Elijah Wood. And he's like, I don't know, man. I walked outside for five minutes and I come back and everybody's a fucking alien. So you better fucking snort this. Uh, that whole scene's just amazing where yeah. it's being passed around to everybody. And then like you see when it hits them and it's hitting each one at different times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Faculty is a great movie. And you know, yeah, it is. Uh, faculty is it's yeah. it's one of my all time favorites. Even doing research for this, uh, I came across the fact that I had Zeke written down as he was like my fourth or fifth thing that I wrote down. But mm-hmm. like I saw, it said that Faculty was on Hulu. And before we got started here, I was sitting, uh, you know, thinking about the show or whatever. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put the Faculty on. Go to Hulu. It's not freaking there. Cost me ten ninety nine to put Hulu, to put the Faculty on my TV. You know, I could have spent the money, but I didn't. Yeah, October is that fun month when all of the, like, because the faculty was on Pluto and Tubi for a while for free. But once October hits, everyone pulls their rights because they're like, we know what you want. Give us your 99 cents, you piece of shit. Uh, Yeah, that's right. Oh, you want four Christmases and December 15th? That's going to cost you. And it's (laughs) not a great movie. No. (laughs) It's not as good as you remember. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. All, All right, right uh, Drew. You're back up. Yep. Three honorables. Okay. Um, look, I talked about Dawson's Creek earlier, so I got to get Miss Katie. So give me Rachel Wagner from Disturbing Behavior. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. This is a movie that, like, it's way better with the deleted scenes. <laughs> agreed <laughs> like they've that's one of those movies that like and i guess they still like won't let uh david nutter put out like his cut of the movie like i guess a couple years ago somebody tried to distribute it again and they're like no you only get the piece of shit we're we're sending out like i guess his like his is his version's way better because it actually like explains things <laughs> <laughs> the opening of disturbing behavior is one that I wish people would like teach in film class because it is so well shot. It is so well timed. It has the perfect music yeah. of just, 
I got you right where you where I want you by the flies while he's getting head in the car and he's gonna <laughs> possess her like ah oh, so good <laughs> yeah. um and then I'm not sick but I'm well I th- always think of that Harvey Danger song every time people bring up disturbing behavior uh okay uh <laughs> Edgar Frog from the Lost Boys I gotta go nice. I'll get the other Corey beautiful um and finally I just want to talk about this movie and I want to, I just want to put it in, in there. Uh, I feel like we don't talk about it enough and that's 28 days later. So give me Hannah. Oh, very Even good. if I had, if, if I had a true pick of like the person I connect with, it's Selena, but she's not a teen and she's not a teen, <laughs> but I remember seeing her and I was like, Oh, that's something I like. <laughs> <laughs> a, a British accent, well, man. I tell you what. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> every time. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. hey. But you know what? I just gave you my album of the year. Yeah, there you go. But like that that like that scene though, like where they get to the military compound and mm-hmm. all that shit. It's like, oh like it's so like heartbreaking. And then they finally, you know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, but yeah, it's like it's one of those things that like you just get pulled in so like you just feel for these people so bad. Katie Holmes Man. also oh, yeah. in phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh, all right, here I we get go. That movie out of my head. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh, for my first another Shyamalan movie and I'm going to go with The Visit. Oh, great. Great, great. great. I yeah. love The Visit and I'm going to go with the the little boy because he's a rapper. So I connect with him. Ed Oxenbold is his real name. Tyler is his name in the sh- movie. Have you seen uh, Better Watch Out that has both of them in it? No. Uh, Better Watch Out. It's a Christmas horror movie. It is fucked up. Um, but both of the kids from The Visit are in it. Really? They huh. they are two of the three leads. Oh my god! Wow. Holy shit! I definitely better watch out. Yeah, I'm it's write that down. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> there's also a good cameo performance from uh, Patrick Warburton and Virginia Madsen. Uh, they play parents. And at one point, Patrick Warburton is talking about like his festive tie collection, and Virginia Madsen's like, "You sure you never sucked dick? Like not even once, not even in college." <laughs> and it's just like, uh, it's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> you know, I did a part of part of my ABCs of ha- Halloween was I was on C, and it was Candyman, and I'm just like, man, Virginia Madsen, like she was so like she, her. Q rating or whatever the hell you call it, like was so hot for a minute there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, man, I, I don't. I guess I got to dig in and see what she's been doing because I'm, I'm sure she's still acting, but like, yeah, she's she does a lot of voiceover now too. Oh, okay, it's like, man, I really always dug dug everything she did. Okay, you got all three, James. No, next I'm gonna take uh, Freddy vs. Jason, uh, Kia Watterson, which is uh, Kelly Rowland's character. Oh, okay. Yeah. That character is why every Christmas 
I wear oh, my man. Freddy Krueger sweater to ugly Christmas parties. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and when people go, why are you wearing a Freddy Krueger sweater for a Christmas party? I say, because Kelly Rowland made it canon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. And then finally, uh, you know, this guy was actually on... Why did we ever meet with Wes Allen? And I'm going to go with Andre Gower in the Monster Squad. Yeah. yeah. Sean from the Monster Squad. All right, Andy, you're up. The okay. liberal use of teens, I feel. <laughs> yeah, for real. Pre-teens count. It's fine. Oh, he's, he's got to be 13. Uh, right? Well, Wes is getting all kinds of love here because uh, this has... This doesn't have anything to do with Wes, but it does because um, I don't know this kid as well as, as, say, you do or whatever. But when I saw this movie, I thought uh, of this kid as as being similar to Cash and suggested. I was, like, pounding it to Wes, like, dude, you got to get your family to watch this. Like, trust me, it'll go right up your alley. And uh, it's spontaneous. And I'm going Dylan. Um, played oh, by Charlie Plummer. He is like Cash. Spontaneous was my favorite movie of last year. Yeah, I watched oh it. God, it so I watched it yesterday because sometimes when I need to cry, I watch Spontaneous. It's. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Like that movie is going to go down as one of those things where it's going to get bigger as time goes mm-hmm. along, especially because it came out around like you know. Obviously, we'll remember the COVID time frame. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be something that I don't know, kind of feels and the story's so good and the they're amazing. It's just it's a fantastic movie. Um but yeah, he reminds me of uh Cash some, so Yeah, same. Um, yeah. <laughs> good. I was I wasn't wrong there. He um, he also sees himself in that role, so that makes sense. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh next one I'll go with is uh I'm going to get real young here and uh, go Christina Ricci as Kathleen Cat Harvey in Casper. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. We did, a, we did a Casper episode last Halloween because we thought it was going to be like fun and playful. And then we talked about death and <laughs> grieving and mourning and went, why is this? Why is Casper so fucking deep? <laughs> yeah, right? uh, so I thought Watch it was a it friendly high, ghost. Sudden, you're like, I have a new meaning of life now. Uh. Okay, so do you want to hear a fucked up thing about Casper that no one ever talks about? All right, so I can't take full credit for it, but it has been living in my head rent-free ever since I heard it. But Wes and I's buddy, Dustin Mills, who makes movies, Dustin posted this thing on Facebook once, and it has haunted me ever since, and I am passing on this curse to the rest of you. (laughs) So the machine in Casper... The whole point is, like, you put Casper the Friendly Ghost in the machine, you put in the red liquid, and then out pops uh, uh, Baby Devin Sawa. That's how the machine works. Um, The real Casper's body is still fucking buried in a cemetery. Like, you're animating his ghost. So, Bill Pullman, who gets drunk and falls into, like, the sewer and dies... They reanimate his ghost. His fucking body is still in the sewer. Bill oh, so oh Pullman's now just walking the fuck around. He's cool and alive dad again, but his original body is, in, is still in that sewer. Yeah. Some person's going to go to work on Monday and find dead Bill Pullman, and then they're going to go to Whipstaff and be like, I'm so sorry, your dad's dead, and he's going to answer the fucking door. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, oh, my Esper God. is secretly super fucked up. Uh. 
This Whoa. is that's like a a huge conspiracy theory mind fuck for Casper. <laughs> yeah. I need D- to rewatch Casper now. <laughs> when Dustin posted that, I like needed to be alone for a little bit. I was like, no, no. Uh, there's just oh my god, just carcasses all over the place. <laughs> right. Why does it stink at this place? <laughs> uh, well, that's because so, of all the rotting so bodies. <laughs> anyway, you're welcome. There you go. Uh, oh my god, that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, all right, and last one, I'm going because it just fits in perfectly with how I feel right now after listening to that, because I'm going to go Marty Mikowski, Cabin in the Woods. Oh. <laughs> that's a great choice. That's the only thing that's going to make me make sense of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see things differently than everybody else for about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Got to follow all of the electric lines hidden in the walls. Yeah. You'll find that rock, Andy. (laughs) I'll find it first, though. Yeah. All right, Drew. All right. I'm sorry, BJ. Yeah. All right. So uh, one of my honorable mentions, um, I'm not going to use the ones that I was like, oh, that was on my list, too. So the other ones that were not there. Um, Stumacher and Scream. Uh, Matthew Lillard is a national fucking treasure. Um, yes. There is something so relatable about a teenage serial killer going, oh my God, my mom and dad are going to be so mad. Like, <laughs> he, he's that's on another like, level. It's so weird when he's like, for one, like, I've always like laughed at Phil Woozy here. <laughs> but like, that whole scene where he's like, he's, he's like, hey, Sid, what's up? <laughs> like, it's just. So weird. Matthew so Lillard great. is a weird guy. He's just yeah. Yeah. I he love just Matthew in, Lillard. Uh, she's all that. Or yeah, he's all that. He's all that. I mean, as the principal, like dancing very awkwardly at a prom or whatever. He's amazing, Matthew Lillard. I love him. I, I love him so much. Also, side tangent, like what set like made me love him more than I already did was there's a video that went viral a couple of years ago of a little girl at like a horror convention. And he was there for scream, obviously. And this girl is not having a good time. Like she is fucking terrified and her parents are not really doing what they should be. And yeah. you see Matthew Lillard look at these parents and he goes, does she like Scooby-Doo? And they're like, yeah, she fucking loves Scooby-Doo. And he, on the drop of a hat, flips on the shaggy voice oh, and man. makes this little girl who's terrified at a horror convention feel good. And I was like, wow. Matthew Lillard, like, wow. oh, I fucking That's love awesome. you. You're great. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. just watched Scooby yesterday. Awesome. Yeah, so, so Stu and Scream. Um, my second one, another 2000s boy that I love. And it's not baby Devin Sawa. It is teenage Devin Sawa as Alex Browning in Final Destination. Yeah. Um, Similarly to Mara's character in Spontaneous, I really resonate with characters that are dealing with survivor's guilt, which Alex is the entire movie, Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm a pancreatic cancer survivor. I have a lot of survivor's guilt. I have a bad time all the time. So I relate to (laughs) to Alex a lot. And then my third one is Dawn O'Keefe from the wonderful movie that proves vagina dentata is real, Teeth. Oh, Uh, Teeth. I love I love Don O'Keefe. I love that, obviously, because her name is also in reference to Georgia O'Keefe, who made flowers that looked like vaginas. I just clever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love Don's arc. I love there's such like a, a scary just vindication about her. Um, but at the same time, she has great comedic timing. Uh, great character, underrated movie. And uh, that's, that's, that's my honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Nice. I, I've never Teeth. seen... Yeah, I've never the seen teeth, teeth and the stuff should like 
do a movie together. Well, if you've never seen Teeth, it's about a vagina that has teeth in it. No, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's what I was going to say is I've never seen it, but I know exactly what it's about. And that, that also might be why I've never seen it. I don't know, but uh, it's very fun. Yeah, it's I want to know. I do want to clever. Yeah, I do want to watch it at some point. Yeah, it's like that tire killer. But it's rubber, vagina. yeah, yeah, rubber. Yeah, it's yeah. like rubber, but a vagina. The one thing that I will say is like teeth and like promising young woman are both in the same category to me. Where like if if men are like, oh, I'm so scared of that movie, I'm like that you're telling on yourself, then. Because <laughs> right, these right, right. all these movies are doing is punishing people yeah. who don't know what consent is. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, promising buddy. young woman, like yeah. I think it fucked with every dude that's like a decent dude that watched it. Like it was like. Oh. Yeah, it forces you to interrogate a lot of behavior crazy. for yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, the I it, it's weird. Like it's kind of become a litmus when people are like, "Teeth is the scariest movie I've ever seen." I'm like, that tells me a lot more about you <laughs> than it uh, than you think it does, my dude. It's just the idea of the idea of the teeth is what the mutilation. You know what I mean? That's what I keep thinking about. That's what you think about when you know. Well, yeah. Well, if yeah. you don't disobey consent, you got nothing to worry about. That's right. True that. True that. There you go. <laughs> Believe me, I, 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 yeah. make, it, I, I make I make people. I want I consent. Like I want. Do. I want to know thirteen times that it's okay before before anything <laughs> happens. <laughs> Uh, I need a okay. permission slip. Yeah, my mom. yeah. Uh, I, I, I would ask, say the people. I say, are you sure? It. A thousand times. <laughs> yeah. The uh, people who have seen it and say it's the scariest. People like James. Who are just frightened at the fact that there's a vagina with teeth. Yeah, that's I mean, different. That's, yeah, that's a little different. Yeah. 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 When it's it people who have seen it, though, I'm like... Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Question. <laughs> uh, well, shit. Uh, does anybody Man. feel like they want to add drop or do any trades up or any steals? really like my squad. I like my squad, too. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I'm pretty happy. I was like ready to be like, ha ha, stolen. And then I was like, no, <laughs> I, I want everyone to be happy. And I think all of our teams are, uh, I think they're all really varied as well, which is exciting. Yeah. 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 We literally went all over the map and there's something for everybody on here. You know, yeah. I, I do want to add drop. Oh, okay. you do. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, after yes, we people. all after we all said how we did a perfect job and locked it in, now <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because I, I missed. Just because it's like you'll see why. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. We'll go ahead and. All right, so I'm gonna go with uh, instead of I'm I'm gonna drop the 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 faculty because we already treaded over that water, and I want to I want to throw up disturbing behavior so uh katie holmes okay all right beautiful star of phone booth, <laughs> star of phone booth. <laughs> i do also just for my own sanity because it's what i do and who i am as a person um i am very sad that my list is hello white but horror and especially teen yeah. horror is almost exclusively white yeah. and it's just, it's a very, very sad mark on the genre. Um, and it's something that I'm, I'm glad that is starting to finally change. Yeah. Uh, there's a movie coming out on Netflix called there's someone inside your house that has not one, 
but two black final girls um did not include them in my list because obviously the movie hasn't come out yet i think it comes out in two days um but it it's really fun and it's a very exciting thing to see of like oh cool Horse finally getting their shit together. This is nice. Awesome. Big yeah. fan. Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> I mean, if we were going older, I would have drafted Winston Duke's thighs, but uh, we were st- <laughs> sticking to teenagers. So exactly. Um, but Jaden Michael as Miguel Martinez in Vampires vs. the Bronx was one that I was mm-hmm. like, literally, that was my last one off the list because um, I really love that and I like what you're saying there because um, I think that would that would certainly help. Um, you know, obviously in the teen area specifically, yeah, um, yeah. everybody. Yeah. So you can do us and get out and stuff like that. Let's get some teens in here. And you fucking know? for real. That's he- what, that's what I'm really craving for. And, you know, we talk about it a lot on this ends at prom of acknowledging, you know, when we tell coming of age stories, because mm-hmm. a lot of these horror movies like Carrie and, you know, things of like that, they're yeah, all yeah. coming of age stories. Um, yeah. There's more than one coming of age story to tell. And it'd be yeah. cool if filmmakers got they're not, not even filmmakers that's a lie studios and producers and people with money right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah if they could understand that that would be yeah. great yeah. i agree my yeah. uh, favorite coming one of my favorite coming of age uh movies um that it's not horror but i told i was telling drew to watch it watch it watch it he watched it and really liked it but it's dope oh, i fucking love yeah. dope oh it's, it's so good it's yeah. people and people have no idea somehow it flew I always sell people on it because the lead actor is the voice of Miles Morales. That's my yeah, in exactly, every time. Exactly. And I was like, well, you lagged into the Spider-Verse. Have you tried <laughs> this movie? Dope. Do you like Zoe Kravitz? We all do. <laughs> we all do. True. Yeah. Do you like Kiersey Clemens? We all do. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess with that, stay cool, everybody. Whoa, James. Do you want, oh, you want me to read the teams? James. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, so here we go. These are our teams of... These are teens of horror. The best teens in horror movies of all time. So here we go. BJ's team. Number one, Jennifer Check. Megan Fox, Jennifer's Body. Number two, Brenda Bates, Rebecca Gayhart, Urban Legends. Number three, The Quiet... Michelle Fell. Was that right? Michelle Fell. Michelle Fell is the character name. <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't. I didn't get the the actors' names of everybody, so this will be lopsided. Number four, Angela Baker, Sleepaway Camp, and number five, Marnie, Halloween Town. I stopped keeping track of the actresses after the That's first five. two rounds. <laughs> we we said them in the episode. It's cool. uh, well, okay. So for Andy's team of. Teens of Horror, number one, Sydney Prescott, Scream, number two, Zeke Tyler, The Faculty, number three, Freaky, Millie Kessler, number four, Carrie from Carrie, and number five, Sam Emerson from The Lost Boys. For James's team of Teens of Horror, number one, Buffy Summers, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number two, Ash Williams, The Evil Dead. Number three, Jay Height, It Follows. Number four, Peter from Hereditary. And number five, Charlie Brewster from Fright Night. And for Drew's team of best teens of horror, number one, Laurie Strode, Halloween. Number two, Nancy Thompson, Nightmare on Elm Street. Number three, Sidney Campbell, Scary Movie. No, (laughs) Scream. 
No, it's a scary, scary movie. Scary movie. Scary yeah. movie. Because right? it's Nev Campbell, Sidney Campbell. That's fucking me up. <laughs> yeah. Anna from The Guest. And number five, Rachel Wagner, Disturbing Behavior. There we go. Oh, Those yeah. are some great scenes. That's Those why I scenes. just realized that's why your name is Sidney Campbell, because of Nev Campbell. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm a complete <laughs> moron. <laughs> This ends at prom because at the end of the movies, it it ends at prom. See? (laughs) I didn't get that till just now either. I'm an idiot. (laughs) That makes two of us, James. Uh, And if you want a non-idiot to follow, go to at on Twitter, at Twitter, uh, (laughs) at BJ Colangelo, um, Cola, N-G-E-L-O, if you're dumb. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. This is a problem on Twitter. Uh, the show's amazing. Um, you heard her; she's amazing. Uh, filmmaker, podcaster, writer. Um, yeah. yeah, man, it's been it's been fantastic having you on. So, thanks for letting me talk about like my bread and butter. It's oh. great. <laughs> this has been awesome, and the, the insight that you've given us is awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I thanks. try. I yeah. like to sprinkle in weird tidbits where I can. Oh, it, because otherwise, if it's just like, I like the movie Scream because it's scary. That's not <laughs> fucking interesting. Right. That's like a, a hundred people on Letterboxd right now. Well, Jimmy Fallon's made a career out of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I enjoy this because like, yeah, you bring new stuff and kind of BC did that same thing where yeah. I feel like for us, you know we're 236 in like i feel like we've told everybody our opinion so that's like our opinion now is like yeah that movie was scary and then we just and then, so this, this next person yeah. can come in and be like but did you know this this and this about it and i was like <laughs> yeah that that's 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 what we need we just we need, yeah. The, yeah. we need that resurgence we just trail off into dick and fart joke fart jokes now after like <laughs> yeah. we make our pick and then we just start saying dumb shit yeah, so, yeah. that uh, facts <laughs> <laughs> i'm super insightful drew screw you uh, well, uh, bj you have been awesome yeah yeah thank you so much Thank you. Yeah, glad this to is... finally have you on. It's been way, way, way past. Yeah, there. such a long yeah. time coming. And I'm yeah. yeah, this was the perfect topic. So I'm I'm thrilled. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ben yeah, will we're be excited happy to have sure. Harmony on. So that's right. She's yeah. she's been like she's got like like fucking graphs and like charts <laughs> trying to figure out where things go. She's being real serious about it. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> those are those are always like the best people to have on is people that are just super into whatever the topic is, um, you know, it, it shows and it showed tonight. So thanks yeah. again for coming on. Um, Drew. And with that, I say, stay cool. Stay cool.